You are listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Uh. Yeah. Ready? Uh. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. We are live. Hello and welcome back to DHS Press Network. I'm Kevin Domenico, and joining me is Wyatt Krieger. And tonight we are in Percival, Virginia as the Titans take on their conference 21 rivals in the Woodgrove Wolverines. The Titans sit at 4-2 and two and are coming off a of bye week, but before that, a 56-7 win against Riverside. Yet another stellar performance from, the both, from both the offense and the defense. Well, the Wolverines are coming off a 50-20 to 20 victory, also against the Rams of Riverside. To tell you all about it, here's Wyatt Krieger. Yes, Kevin, it is great to be back. The Titans are playing great football of late, having won two in a row, both against conference opponents. But this game is different. Players have expressed how much this game means to them, and it is now time to write the next chapter in this Woodgrove-Dominion rivalry. Well, I'll tell you what, as many of you know, the last time these, teams, these two teams met in 2016 for the state quarterfinal, it was a thrilling Dominion victory that came down to a late field goal made by Ramon Bloss, but now the Titans are coming off a bye week. And they're able to get a lot accomplished with their time off, as Coach Buckwalter described to us. It was not a vacation week, Wyatt. Indeed, Kevin, and with how well their offense has been clicking, it was important to have that time to get the players healthy, clean up a few things, and just keep building for a hopeful playoff run. For tonight, Woodgrove is going to be a run-first team. Dominion is going to have to make the Wolverines beat them through the air. And if they do so, I think their offense can put up enough points for them to get out of here with a W. Some keys for Wyatt, and we are ready to get underway. It's an interesting look for the Titans. It's their first game in all white. They are whited out, and I know Coach Buckwalter isn't a huge fan of that. He does. He doesn't like that. He thinks it's bad luck. I mean, last time they wore all white, they lost here at Woodgrove 40-0 two years ago, Kevin. So, Captains J.D. Pierre, Alex Wirtz, Jaden Pierre, and George Richardson, the four of the main leaders, and Woodgrove has elected to receive, so Ramon Bloss will boot it away from the 40-yard line. In a minute here, we're going to get going. Some keys about Woodgrove, they run a two-platoon system. Don't have as many players play that play both ways, unlike the Titans, who have yeah. quite a few players that play both ways, which will be different. They have a lot of healthy guys in and a lot of guys with um, fresh legs, if you will. Well, some keys for Dominion's victory tonight. I think, I think the Titans need to establish Wirtz early, as they have been doing in a lot of games, and get, get the run game going early, whether it's Wirtz, whether it's Darius Brown, guys like that stepping in in a big spot. I think Jarman needs to continue to distribute the ball mm-hmm. well, but I think that'll open up possibilities for Richardson uh, if he distributes the ball well. That has been the main thing coaches have noticed about him is how well he distributes the ball to all these talented receivers, Kevin. He really is using all of his weapons to their best of their abilities. And I will say this, the O-line has been playing really good past couple of games for the Titans, so I think they need to, to keep that going. So Ramon Bloss on a booted away from the 40-yard line. Back to return, Amats Wolf and Josh Johnson. From the 40, a Conference 21 rivalry game is underway. A squib kick down to the 25. It bounces over. Flag on the play here. Looks like probably offsides on the kick kickoff for Dominion. So it's going to be re, redone. Offside. It is offsides on Dominion. They're going to do it from the 35 now. 
and an immediate mistake, an immediate penalty with no time taken off the clock. Still 12 minutes to go in the first quarter. Not the best start, Kevin. But Ramon Blas does have a big leg. He has the power to still get a touchback here from 35. They did do a squib kick there. Down to about the 25. We'll see what they do here. Let's try this again. A conference 21 rivalry matchup is now underway. Ramon boots it. It's more of a squib kick. Down to the lands at the 15-yard line. And taken by Matt's Wolf. Up across the 20, across the 25. Now spinning down. Tackle made by a whole bunch of defenders down at the 20. Nine-yard line, and here we go. It's going to be Bailey Burton. When you talk about keys for Dominion on defense, Woodgrove is a run-first team. Buck has, Coach Buck has been adamant about that. They're going to have to make them a pass-first team as they, they really do trust their defensive backs in George Richardson, Trey Hayes, Jaden Pierre, and Steve Zegbe. So Burton is a freshman. He's a 5'9 freshman. As the Wolverines line up in the eye, one receiver to each side. A man in motion and the Wolverines jump, a flag down. So early penalties here from both teams. And the Wolverines are going to have to move back five yards. So Burton with a big position to fill as Mike Kovic, who now plays at Randolph-Macon, was huge for the Wolverines last year. And we did. We watched Kovic play last year, Kevin. He was a special player, was able to run, was able to pass. Just a great quarterback. Wolverines now ready, a man in motion. Line up in the pistol formation this time. Titans coming through heat, they lay off. Gave up the middle to Josh Johnson, who's hit at the line. Gets maybe two. Going to bring up a second and 13. Kevin, the Titans coming out with their... 50 front, as they call it, with five men on the D-line and two middle linebackers with Eric Blackwell and Alex Wirtz playing that position. So the Wolverines running a bit of a hurry-up offense. They all have wristbands that the coach calls out plays, and they all understand. So they go right back to it. Twins to the right. A man in motion now. Same pistol formation. Burton takes a snap. It's a toss play to the far side, and it's, back, it's backed up by Kyle Kavinsky and Joel Campos. And it looks like the ball is out. Titans pointing their way. They're calling the ball dead. We see this defensive line getting an immediate push, Kevin. And yeah, so we'll it's going to be third and ten from the 30-yard line. Thanks for clearing that up. We, we are seeing Woodgrove sticking to the run early. They are also holding their, those play cards, as you see, that must yeah. correlate to their wristbands. A college-type system, if mm -hmm. you will. 10.48 to go. Still a no score. Big third and ten here for, for the Wolverines. From the 30, and a timeout called from Riverside. So you talk about the Titans' defense. I think this is their first, first big test in their conference. At least in a long time. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah if you exactly. Were, well, in their conference. It's, yeah, that's true. That too, Kevin. And, you know, Woodgrove, a team that's, no matter what, they're always going to play them tight. This is their biggest rival, I would say, in the conference with P-Falls now gone. And, you know, they played two really tight games last year. Yeah. If you watched them, and then that playoff game that was here in Percival, Virginia last year was a, quite the thriller. So, yeah, out of all the games I think we broadcasted, I'd say this is... This has potential to be the best one. Possibly the best one. The P-Falls game a while back on September 1st was probably the most competitive game we saw. Mm -hmm. But here we go. 
Spread formation. They go trips to the near side. One receiver to the far side. Third and ten from their own 30. A man in motion. Now Burton takes snap rolling out. And it's a toss. It's a reverse. There he goes around the far side. And he breaks down to the 50. Across the 50. And hit down at the 45. He gets into Titan territory. First down Wolverines. A nice reverse play there. And that's Josh Johnson. That, like you said, Kevin, that was a great play call by the Wolverines. Looked like they were going to do a rollout pass type situation and had a lot of guys going in motion on the right side. It just caused a lot of confusion for the Titans. So, big first down pickup there. It's one of the first times I've seen, in a while I've seen a team get a big gain there on the Titans' first defensive drive. Especially especially through the ground, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, they've this defensive front is great. Jimmy Christ was the D-end that could have made the play there. Just great blocking, great execution. So Jamari Robertson and Kyle Kavinsky on the defensive end positions. Or J.D. Pierre is on the nose. Joel Campos and you look Jamari at the, Robinson are the tackles. You look at the cornerbacks. Jaden Pierre, who doesn't play much cornerback, Still Steve Zegby. You know, Jaden Pierre has stepped in ever since Isaiah Webster's injury against Heritage two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Looks like we're having some trouble with the clock. It's some technical difficulties that is holding up the play. So we're trying to figure it out up here in the press box. Right next to us is the referee figuring out the clock situation. It, it's, it's showing, okay, so now it has 12 minutes back on the clock. And a whole big debacle here will we'll get figured out. Not the quickest start to this game, Kevin. A lot of stoppages, already a timeout, already a penalty on the kickoff, and now this. And we're good to go. 10.39 left. So 10.39 to go in the first. No score here. First down and 10 for the Wolverines after that good reverse play. And they go twins to the near side here. Burton barking out signals. Now he takes a snap. He's back to pass, rolling out to the near side. He throws deep down to the near side. And he's got a man, and he throws it out of bounds. Intended for Ryan Badillo. And solid defense there from Zegby, who has stepped up big for the Titans at the cornerback position. He really has, Kevin. He's probably their number one corner, which I didn't think the Titans had planned going into this season, but the sophomore has excelled. Burton did have him. Uh, I would say the receiver had him beat there, Kevin, up the sideline. Burton just let him too far out of bounds. Well, as I did say, Burton has some big shoes to fill. The freshman coming into, uh, I mean, a, a great system the Wolverines have running a Running a spread, a spread formation, pistol, pistol set. You know, I will say, in watching Woodgrove throughout my years of watching high school football, yeah. for whatever that's worth, they are probably the best coach team I've, I've yeah. seen play. So there's a flag down. Another flag. 10.33 to go. I, didn't, I don't know what the penalty was, but it's on Woodgrove. And they're going to move it back 10 yards. Why do you know? I think it was a hold. Okay. It's going to be second and... No, they're going to repeat first down. First and 20. From their own 45, they get moved back. And they go bunch twins to the near side. Right near the tight end. A man goes in motion now to the far side. One receiver, now two receivers to the far side. Another receiver in motion. Now Burton takes snap. He gives up the middle. And he gets about five there. That's Josh Johnson on the carry. And he trying to get into the, trying to chunk his way to the first down. Second and 15 it's going to bring up. 
Kevin, the Wolverines using a lot of misdirections, a lot of motioning in this offense. Yeah, K.J. Lewis now coming into the game at the tailback position. They go to a man in motion, one receiver to the far side, one receiver to the near side, another man in motion. It's a rollout pass. He throws right away, pass complete, down to the 45-yard line. Complete to Ben Castellano, and it's going to bring up a third and 10. Similar situation now, but at the Titans' 45-yard line, J.D. Pierre on the tackle. Buckwalter did talk about how crucial the field position game is going to be. Johnson's got four carries for 36 yards on this drive so far, so Josh really establishing Johnson the run early. Showing he's a primary back here. And they go trips to the near side here on the, on the short side of the field. A man in motion is Johnson, and he gets the ball on the, on the sweet play. Cuts up field now, and he's only going to get about three yards. Going to bring up a fourth and six. Alex Wirtz from his middle linebacker position makes the tackle, and it's going to bring up a fourth and five from the 40-yard line. We'll see what they do here and I think they're going to bring on the punting team. Great play by Joel Campos there. Johnson tried to get the edge. Joel kept his, kept his contain there early and allowed Wurtz to make the play. Jaden Pierre back to receive it. Russ Badano takes a snap and boots it away to Pierre. Pierre waiting. He's going to let it go, and it gets a Wolverines bounce. A great punt. Down at the nine-yard line. So we will see this Titans offense that exploded for their 56-7 win two weeks ago, Kevin, and now coming off a bye. What should we we should expect the same from them? They're gonna I have think. to go 91 yards. Woodgrove, a stout defensive team, Kevin. So. Titans taking over now from the nine-yard line. 8.38 to go in the first. One receiver to each side. They go shotgun from Jarman. He takes a snap, gives up the middle to Wirtz. And he stopped right away at the line of scrimmage, maybe getting one. So you talk about the – I want to go back to the Wolverines' backs. For the most part, it, it's Josh Johnson who has 108 uh, carries for 859 yards so far in the first six games. But also is, who's going to get some time is K.J. Lewis, who has carried the ball 20 times for 103 yards. But going back to Dominion, it's mostly worth maybe Darius Brown getting some carries as he gets one here up the middle. And he stopped right away there. Maybe loses one yard. It's going to be a third and nine. So you talk about the, the Titans O-line. is going to be a huge key here. You know, they have improved with Coach Metro coming back. He really... Is an offensive line specialist for them, and he really has helped out their whole offense in general. Darius Brown getting a few touches early. Probably going to have to see them air it out here on third down. 7.40 to go. And I believe there's a bit of a tie-your-shoe timeout there. I haven't, one, haven't had one of those in a few weeks, Kevin. Well, I missed those. Spread formation here. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far side, and Trevor Carlin. Wirtz next to Jarman in the shotgun. Jarman takes a snap, rolling out to the far side. Now, now he's going to take off up the middle. Cuts up field down to the 24-yard line. It's a first down for the Titans. A nice run there from Jarman. He saw his hole up the middle, and he took off. First down Titans from the 24. Jarman showing his mobility, and boy, are his stats so far this season pretty crazy. Kevin, I mean, he's got, wow. He's got 1,308 passing yards, 15 touchdowns, only four interceptions. 
And then last game against Riverside, breaking his own records, he had was 15 for 20, 330 yards through the air, and six touchdowns. Some both eye-opening eye stats there. Twins to the far side. They give up the middle to Wirth, who's stopped right away. Maybe gets one. You talk about establishing the run game. Wirth's not doing, or the Titans running back's not doing an excellent job. Well, I will say the Wolverines. Chunk yardage here. The Wolverines on defense do play a lot of man coverage. They put eight men in the box, as Jarman talked to us yeah. about this week. So they're going to have to get some more runs outside. Outside with the tackles. Quicker guy or speedier guys like Darius Brown and Steve Zegbe, but Wurtz so is still going to have to run some of those sweeps as well. So second and eight, first time they're going to the all-out spread, two receivers to each side. Wurtz next to him at the tailback position. Jarman takes a snap, he roll out, rolls out to the far side. Looking, he throws deep down the field. He's got Kyle Kavinsky who brings it in, down to the 40, across the 40, and down to the 38-yard line. Huge play for the Titans. First down, Titans at the Wolverine, 38. Great, great pitch and catch there from Jarman. Kyle beat his man right away, threw a little of a back shoulder pass there, and Kyle adjusted rightly, and He adjusted boy. rightly. He did. I'll tell you what, 30, 36 yards through the air, Jarman to Kavinsky, and talk about involving Kavinsky, the big athletic 6'4 guy. I mean, that is crucial as they go trips to the near side here. George Richardson, the only man to the far side. Wirtz next to him in the shotgun. Jarman. Jarman takes snap. Drops straight back. Looking. He's got time. Throws over the middle. And it's incomplete. Intended for Jaden Pierre over the middle. And that he got great protection from his own line there. And he was. Jaden had, he had Jaden open through the seam. I mean, him and Kyle ran sort of a pick play with the rub there. And Jaden was open down the seam. Jarman just missed him. Great so, great protection from the old yeah. line on that So play. second and 10 from the 38. Wolverine switching in on defense. Malachi Haynes enters the game. That outside linebacker. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side, and George Richardson. He's getting some safety help. And Jarman takes snap, gives up the middle to... No, he takes it himself. And he's hit in the backfield. It was a quarterback keeper. He got me there, but he did not get the Wolverine defenders as he loses two there. It's going to bring up a third and 12. Jordan Wilkerson, the sophomore on the tackle. Talk about involving Kavinsky. I mean... On the year, only nine receptions, 91 yards, and a touchdown. So, But talk about a guy with as sure as hands exactly. as possible. Exactly. You know, he is open quite a bit, on the, quite a bit, Kevin. He runs great routes, but I would like to see him getting more involved. As we have another timeout now for the Wolverines. They've used two already. With 5.13 to go here in the first quarter. No, no score just yet. So, looking at an article written by Allmet Sports in the Washington Post. You got Dominion's playoff ranking. Looks at the playoff rankings. So the rankings of the region of the region of the 4A region, and Dominion is ranked number three. Woodgrove ranked number five. And these rankings, Wyatt, do decide the playoff picture. It is a PowerPoint system. Kevin Dominion's got 24.8, but. Uh, some of the players have noticed that Millbrook and Liberty, the top two teams, will play each other this season. So Dominion does somewhat control their own destiny, Kevin. So the situation is the top six teams, based on PowerPoints, unless outright district champion is not among the top six. Did you just say that, Wyatt? Mm-hmm. Okay. Outright district champion will qualify. 
As the Titans get back onto the field on third and ten, trips to the near side, one receiver to the right, and George Richardson. Jarman takes snap back to pass. He's got pressure. He throws over the middle to Pierre, and this time he catches it down to the 19-yard line. First down, Titans had a huge pitch and catch. Jarman to Pierre. Words with a great blitz pickup on the DN. He came through free, Kevin, and Jaden again, just finding the open room in this defense. He loves to do that, loves to sit, sit, where, he, sit where the defenders are not, and again, with a possession catch there, just falls down after. So 5 4 again. That was, that was 21-yard reception there from Pierre, and no score yet, but the Titans threatening at the 16-yard line here. Spread formation, two receivers to each side. Worth still in at the running back position. Jarman takes snap drop straight back. Throws deep down the field to George Richardson in the end zone. Touchdown, Titans. A guy who you are going to have trouble stopping. Richardson does it again. He puts the Titans on the board first, 6 to nothing. Again, Kevin, you can't put single coverage on Richardson there, and Jarman will notice that right away. Yeah. Had his receiver beat. Richardson with a with great adjustment on the ball. And how about that 91-yard drive by the Titans to start this game? Really setting the tone early. Six to nothing and Bloss on a booted away. That was three minutes and 59 seconds, eight plays, 91 yards. And I believe it's going to be capped off by Ramon Bloss here. And it is. Oh, it was no good. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I am sorry. It looked good from our angle. Looked like it went through the uprights. And I'll tell you what, I'm embarrassed. I talked to Bloss. You know, he's as surefire as an extra point kicker as we've had all season. First miss of the year. And Bloss, just, I thought that was in too by looking at it, Kevin, but we can't t see. Well, I talked to him. Well he, said, he said, it's really, it's really getting to be a routine now, just, just kicking these extra points. I mean, he doesn't even count anymore how much he makes. He doesn't really think about it. He just kicks them, and he said he usually makes them, but. That was a big miss, Kevin, because that can play a huge role going that down. Can. 6-0 Titans remains the score. Jarman 3 for 4 for 76 yards and a touchdown. With 4.39 to go, Bloss is going to boot it away from the 40-yard line. Back to receive again is Amats Wolf and the main bell carrier, Josh Johnson. So Titans... After their score, it's 6 to nothing, And Bloss kicks it. A squib kick, but it's going to be taken by Josh Johnson. Running up the field, makes a cut, and he's tackled by Alex Wirtz, who raced down the field and was able to get an arm to trip up Johnson at the 29-yard line, or 30-yard line, I'm sorry. So first down Wolverines, they're going to try to get something going here mm -hmm. with 432 to go in the first quarter. You know, great opening drive by the Titans there after getting the ball back on their own nine-yard line, but let's see how Woodgrove responds here. So there has been there has been some history with these two teams. I mean, last year they went at it in two games. They split two games, each winning one game apiece. Dominion's win obviously meaning a lot more in the playoffs, Kevin. Burton takes a snap, or I'm sorry, it's a direct snap to Johnson running along the far side, and he's wrapped up. Gain of one, tackle made by Alex Wirtz. Again, this misdirection would the Wolverines like to run. That fooled us. But the Titans were yeah. prepared for that one. So, yeah, early misdirection from Woodgrove. It's going to bring up a second and eight, trying to move the ball here on this strong Titans defense. I will say Woodgrove 
on the near side has that size advantage. Ben Castellano is being guarded by Steve Zegbe. Good point. They go bunch twins to the near side, but it's very far out from where the ball is placed. We'll see what they do with that. They do something. Burton rolls out. He throws to that side, and it's complete. First down, down to the 45-yard line. So as you said, Ben Castellano makes that play. You know, Ben Castellano, a huge guy, 6'4", 215. You know, and I would see them like to exploit Steve Zegbe as he is only, what, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, five, Kevin? 18 yards there, first down at the 45, 3.43 to go. Titans lead 6 to nothing. One receiver to each side. A man in motion is Johnson. They give to Johnson along the sweep. Looking, looking for a hole, and it's Kyle Kavinsky. Deep into the backfield, loss of eight yards. Kyle Kavinsky off of his end position. Loss, loss of four yards. He got a little bit of uh, forward progress there, but still, it's a huge loss. Going to bring up a second and 14. Try to run a jet sweep there. Play Kyle Kavinsky's very familiar with as he runs those a lot on offense, yeah. but he just blew that play up and made the tackle. Wolverine's looking a bit flustered here. The freshman quarterback trying to corral this offense and make something out of this second and 14 drive here. Twins to the near side. And Burton rolls out. Pass complete to number three, Ryan Badillo. And he gets forward progress there at the 48-yard line. It's going to bring up a manageable third and seven with 2.43 to go. And a huge play already here for the Wolverines offense. You love to say that, Kevin, but this is a big play. Yeah. Great tackle there by Trey Hayes on that. Ball plays to the near side hash. Third and six. 2.25 to go. Six to nothing. Titans lead trips to the near side. It's a direct snap, and someone jumped. A flag down. I know the Titans jumped a little bit, but it look, looks like it's going to be a false start on Woodgrove. They're going to move back to the 44-yard line. Going to bring up a harder third and 11. You can't have those penalties, Kevin, especially when you have third and manageable there. It kind of backs you up. Tried the hard count. Dominion almost thought they were almost going to go off sides there, but it was Woodgrove's own offensive yeah, line. Yeah, Dominion's that was defensive line did jump a little bit, but did not cross the line of scrimmage. Third and 11 here. Huge, huge play. Trips to the near side. One receiver to the, one receiver to the far side and Nick Lockhart. Keep an eye on Costiano at the near side. Trips position. Johnson in motion. Burton takes snap, drops back, straight back, and he throws a wheel route, and it's caught by Johnson. Over the leaping Trey Hayes, and he's in. Touchdown, Woodgrove. What a design play there. And what a throw from Burden there, Kevin. I mean, it was Wurtz there that was in coverage, the middle linebacker, and he just misplayed the ball through the air, and he tried to jump well in front of It was just over Trey Hayes' hands. Whoever it was misplayed that, that ball in the air very poorly, Kevin. And a big play, and now that extra point looming for the Wolverine for the Titans, I mean. So as we say, this could Ramon Bloss's extra point miss could back come back to haunt him, and it does. Seven to six. Woodgrove leads. Aiden Larson kicked that one through, and that drive was two minutes forty-five seconds. Five plays and 79 yards. So energy now here on the Woodgrove sideline is picking up. 
Great response, another great play call there, Kevin. And Titans, Titans defense, it doesn't give up very too many big plays that we've seen, Kevin. And so 149 to go, seven to six. Woodgrove leads, and it looks like we may be in for a good old shootout. Again, that extra point does put Dominion in the passenger seat, if you will. Probably are going to have to get a two-point conversion at some point in this game. So a very rare missed field goal, or a missed extra point, I'm sorry, from Bloss. Hurts them early here in the first quarter with 149 to go. Aiden Larson on to kick it away for the Wolverines. It's a high kick. Short, though, down to the 20-yard line, taken by Darius Brown, making a few moves down to the 29, across the 30, down to the 32-yard line. So here we go. The Titans' offense is going to have to respond and you know, try to take their team down the field. Unless they are getting great field position here at the 32. It is Woodgrove senior night, also a jersey night in their student section, Kevin. And they have showed pretty well, filling up the bleachers next to us almost all the way up to the top. 143 to go, 76 Titans lead, and they come out on offense here. That is a, the Woodgrove is leading 7-6, Kevin. I'm sorry, Woodgrove leads 7-6. They give up the middle to Wirtz, who turns his feet, and he gets three there, second and seven. So you see a due back in at the fullback position, first time we've seen him there. And we are getting another clock malfunction here, Kevin, as the clock is shut off. Tegby comes in for Wirtz now. But the clock is having some trouble again. The clock looks seemingly dead here. Someone pulled a plug. <laughs> so, someone's messing with the plugs up here, and I think it's our producer, Mr. Schwartz. <laughs> and we're back on. <laughs> Second clock malfunction so far, Kevin. <laughs> Second and seven. Big drive here for the Titans. Lining up in the eye here with Chris Adu right behind Jarman. One receiver to each side. Adu pointing out defensive formations here for the Wolverines. They give up the middle to Zegby who finds a hole and he's pulled down and looks like he gets back up but he's pulled down again. And he's hit and dropped for a loss of one. It's going to be a third and eight. And all of a sudden two runs brings up a third and long. Kevin, I would like to see Holland try some more of these outside runs. Yeah, get outside the tackles Re a little bit. Rely on that offensive line to seal the edge there and get these guys in space because Woodgrove is doing a great job on these inside zone runs. So the clock was running, and now it is off again. It's off again. Mr. Schwartz has pulled the plug again. <laughs> and We are obviously kidding. We are joking. But these clock malfunctions... are a problem so it's back on it's obviously not Mr. Schwartz who's doing this that was a that was a joke one receiver to each side <laughs> at the 35 yard line they line up in the eye again with 30 seconds to go here in the first quarter it's a toss play they do get outside the tackles here as Wirtz cuts it upfield and he gets 
about three yards, and it's not going to be enough. It's going to bring up a fourth. You know, they brought down Wurtz there on that. They brought down Wurtz there on that third down run by his horse collar. I'm surprised that wasn't called a penalty there. Titans are going to have to bad miss by the refs there. Punt again for the first time. As time, I believe, is going to expire here in the first quarter. The clock was seeming to run through those stoppages where the clock was off, Kevin. So yeah. Titans lost some time in that half. Nonetheless, they did go three and out on that their second offensive drive. So we're going to take a break. We're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification. It is to 7-6. Wolverines lead here. And You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. You're listening to Titan Football on the D. Titans with the ball. And looking to punt it away as they switch sides. Now going towards the north end zone. So I don't want to talk about it, but Washington Nationals do fall to the Chicago Cubs last night in the game five of the NLDS. Um, I was present at the game, but just a weird game, Kevin. Playoff baseball at its yep. best. Kevin is upset about that loss. That's all we'll talk about about that game. Fourth and five. Kavinsky on a punt it away, and it's an end-over-end kick. Fair catch called, and it's dangerously caught there at the 29-yard line. It's a 33-yard punt by Kyle Kavinsky there, and, you know, he really has gotten better at that through the year, through, throughout this season as he's really practiced that with Webster going down and... Webster, the normal punter, but has hamstring troubles and has hurt them on the on offense too, not being able to get some carries at the tailback position. 11.54 to go here in the first half. First down and 10 Wolverines, and this is a big drive for both teams here. At the 30-yard line, twins to the far side. Burton takes a snap, and it's a screen pass over to the far side, and Kavinsky knocks him down right away. Gain of two yards. And that's Ryan Badillo. Kavinsky showing there. his speed and athleticism there, running from his end position to make that play as they had the far side cornerback blocked up there. So it's Kavinsky, Kavinsky loves to fly all over the field. Gain about three there. Second and seven. The third timeout is, has just been used. No, a timeout. On, yeah, no, timeout. By the Wolverines. Wow. Could come back to haunt them late in the first half. It is true, Kevin, and Wolverines coach is probably stressing some things they don't like with their offense so far. So Burton is 5 for 5, 88 yards and one touchdown. You talk about a freshman quarterback showing out on a big game so far. You know, Kevin, they've won a lot of rollouts. They really have set them up nice with some yeah. great play calls. Well, he had that one excellent throw. It was an excellent to throw. To Johnson on the wheel route, which he couldn't have placed it any better. And it was uh, a little bit of a misplay by the Titans' defensive backs yeah, there. Yeah, but but he, yeah. Great throw nonetheless. So twins to the far side. No one to the near side, seemingly. Burton takes it up the middle himself, and he gets a good chunk of yardage. And it's not Burton. It's Rick Pillard. So there they, there they go again with the Wildcat. 
and I believe he's going to stay in the game at quarterback. An interesting look here. K.J. Lewis now in, too. Still no one to the near side. Two receivers to the far side. He takes it again on the Wildcat up the middle, and this time it's stopped. Ball out. The ball is out. Again, yeah, they are saying it's and they're down saying in. No, they're saying it's Riverside ball, but first down. Riverside recovered the fumble. You just said Riverside, Kevin. Oh, shoot. Woodgrove recovered the fumble, and it's going to be a first down at the 41-yard line. I've got Riverside on the, on the brain. First down and 10 from the 41-yard line. 10.43 to go in the first half. It's a direct snap to Johnson this time. Big hit laid there by Isaiah Webster, who's now in the game at cornerback. He gets five there. Second and five, it's going to, second and four, it's going to bring up. Webster has been dealing with a quad injury almost all season, Kevin, and he's been on and off the field, and big hit there, making his presence felt. Yeah. Did not know he was going to play tonight, Kevin. So he's in at the quarterback position for Pierre. Zegby's still in the game at the far side cornerback position. Pistol formation for the Wolverines. They give up the middle to Johnson, who stopped right away. J.D. Pierre throws him down and behind the line of scrimmage, going to bring up a third and five. J.D. Pierre, the Temple commit with a big force on the offensive line at the nose tackle position. And it's going to bring up a third and five. Pierre loves that nose tackle position in this 550 defensive front. He loves lining up across that center and just getting in there and disrupting the disrupting plays both on the ground and on the pass rush. 9.39 to go here in this first, first, first half. Castellano in motion, and it's a jump pass over the middle, and it's dropped just off the fingertips of Nick Lockhart, the junior, and it's going to bring up a fourth and four. Kevin, dare I say to get another great play, goal, play call by the Wood, yeah. Woodgrove Wolverines, and it was a little QB throwback, if you will, and the tight end just leaked out. Looked like he was blocking, leaked out. The linebacker, no one was covering him there. He just had, yeah. if he catches that, it's a touchdown. So 9.28 to go. And they boot it to Pierre, who takes it. At the 18, he gets three yards there, down to the 21. So they're going to take it. Titans offense are going to take it from the 21-yard line. 7-6, to six, the Wolverines lead. Titans dodge a bullet on that drive with... Yeah. That drop by the Woodgrove tight end. Now offense, their offense gets a chance to respond once again. You talk about Webster coming back in the game on defense. You might, we might want to see him playing a little running back where he's comfortable, Kevin, and get those outside runs to establish the run because yeah. the Titans have not been able to do that so far. Where it's in now, spread formation. Jarman takes snap, drops straight back. He pump fakes to Richardson, and he's going to scramble to the far side, looking, looking, and he throws it out of bounds. He just cocked it back real quick and tossed it out of bounds at the 28-yard line, going to bring up a second and 10. Immediate pressure from the Woodgrove defensive line, and Jarman showing that elusiveness. To He loves that roll, roll right, roll backside play as a quarterback. He loves to scramble around a lot, Kevin. So 7-6. Wolverines lead, 9.09 to go in this first half. They go right back to the spread. Pierre and Richardson to the far side. 
Kavinsky and Carlin to the near side. Enet running back is Steve Zegby. Looking around is Jarman. Now he takes a snap and he drops straight back. It's a screen pass to Carlin who makes a defender miss. And the ball is out. A fumble at the 26-yard like, like line. Wolverines have it. Woodgrove pointing their way. And it's Woodgrove football. Woodgrove takes over, forced by Amats Wolf and recovered by Amats Wolf. Just stripped it off out of Trevor Carlin's hands. And Trevor and Carlin trying to get comforted there by his teammates. He's going to be kicking himself for that one. Just got to hold on to the ball Titans there, Kevin. defense with a big stop needed here. Again, that field position play coming in once again. Coach Buck did talk about that, how crucial it was. And Titans defense getting backed up here in their own field position. So nine minutes to go, and all of a sudden the Titans in some trouble. Trips to the far side, one receiver to the near side. It's a read option play, and Burton takes it himself down to the 30, across the 15, 10, 5, and he's pushed out of bounds at the four-yard line by Trey Hayes. Burton takes it himself on the read option and sneakily finds his way for 20-plus yards with 8.53 to go, and they are threatening at the four-yard line. Caught the Titans' defense on their heels there, and these misdirections are getting, in, getting to them and opening up a lot of holes for this Titans' offense, or this Wood, Woodgrove Wolverines' offense, excuse me. Same formation here. Timeout called, first timeout called for the Titans. So that is a big timeout, Kevin. I think they're off. Their defense just came off the field. Now the offense with the turnover, and some of those guys have to be tired, Kevin. That they are. I believe we've seen the read option a few times here from the Wolverines, and it you know, works to perfection there. You know, we have seen great play calling overall too, and Woodgrove with 12 carries, 63 rushing yards, and they're using all their all their backs. It's not just Johnson, it's also, they are. Uh, also the quarterback, Burton. Johnson was the running back on that Burton on that Burton run down to the four-yard line, or five-yard line, I'm sorry. So first and five, first and goal from the five. We'd love to have a turnover here for the Titans, but... So Rick Pillard here at quarterback and K.J. Lewis here at running back. We've seen this earlier in the drive. We'll see what they do. They do they've done Wildcat both times they've done this. And he takes it himself up the middle, and he dives in. We'll see right near the goal line, and he's stopped short. They call him stop short at the one-yard line. Tripped up by Jamari Robertson, and they're going to go right back to the line of scrimmage running a similar play. Pillard took, him, took it himself there, and we'll see what they do here. They did Last time it was two consecutive runs from Pillard. We'll see if they do it again. And it is. He takes it himself up the middle, easily walks in for the touchdown, running over a Titan defender in Jimmy Christ. And there's some extracurricular play in the end zone. No flag down. Touchdown Wolverines. And all of a sudden, the Titans find themselves in a tough deficit against a big conference opponent. Yeah, Kevin, I mean, Jimmy Christ with some extracurricular ac activities there. I did not like that. I was surprised they didn't throw the unsportsmanlike conduct flag, but... He just tackled him well into the end zone. Well, I believe Ballard ran him over in the end zone, was laying on top of him, and he wasn't too happy with that, but it's 13-6. to six. The Wolverines lead. Aiden Larson on to kick the PAT. And a flag down. I believe the Titans jumped. So you talk about 
the Titans. You know, not a great start on defense, down. Kevin. 156 Early. yards total given up already. Not a great start, and this penalty on this extra point was on Dominion. So will this change their decision to kick the extra point? Looks like not. Looks like they're going to kick it again. No, why would you, Kevin? If with Dominion's extra point missed, you have a you're going to have an eight point yeah. lead if you make this exactly. One. And it's up and good. So now already that Bloss extra point playing a big role, and now the Titans find themselves at the eight point deficit. They're going to have to get a two point conversion. Probably some point after the next score. So after score. that turnover, it only took the Wolverines 39 seconds to score on three plays and 26 yards, capped off by a one-yard touchdown run from Pillard. You know, Pillard, 821 to go, 14 to six, Wolverines lead. When Pillard gets that gets in the backfield, you called it, Kevin. They run, like to run a wildcat formation. Yeah. Burton, the the throwing quarterback in this offense. They really blocked. Both of those plays really well, Kevin, and he had big, some pretty big holes to run through from the Wildcat. So Aiden Larson, he's going to kick it away for the Woodgrove Wolverines. The whistle is blown, and it is a go from the 40-yard line. Returnable for... Isaiah Webster up the middle. There he goes, breaks a tackle, and he's tackled down at the 35-yard line. Isaiah Webster getting some return action, and I'm surprised we haven't seen him at running back yet. Yeah, Kevin, I mean, I'd like to see some sweeps, maybe some misdirections. Exactly, to maybe the wide side of the field a few times. Some tosses. for Webster, yeah. But Dominion's got to respond here, Kevin. Their defense is tired. Giving up a lot of yards so far. Get a few first downs and get something going here for the Dominion offense. Use use Richardson as a weapon here. They He has the one touchdown the Titans have. They go to the spread formation here. Charman back to pass, stepping up. Now looking, and he's going to take off to the near side. He's got plenty of running room across the 45 and runs out of bounds at the 49-yard line. First down, gain of 14 yards for Thomas Jarman. You know, George, such a big play receiver. You know, he's not a guy that's going to have a lot of receptions for your team. Like, last game against Riverside, he had four receptions, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. So, they really like to have big plays with G-Stacks, as his teammates call him. We did get a question or two with George Richardson, and you'll hear that at the half. 8.03 to go in this first half. 14-6, to the Wolverines lead. First down and 10 for the Titans. At their own 49-yard line, one receiver to each side, Carlin and Richardson. They give up the middle to Darius Robertson, and he spins his way down, and he's still up, spins his way down, gets about four there to the, to the other 47. Darius Brown, Kevin. You know, they are using him a lot after, his, after coming back from his injury, Kevin, and they really like what he brings to the running back position. Again, we have not seen Webster yet. So second and six. They go Carlin and Richard Carlin and Richardson at the wideout positions here. Jarman takes a snap. He gives up middle to Wirtz, who's hit early, and then trudges his way for two yards. He's gonna bring up a third and five. You know, Dominion talked Jordan about establishing Wilkerson on the tackle. Sorry, Kevin. Dominion talked about establishing the run. 
with their feature back, Wirtz. He's got five carries for 12 yards here with 6.55 left in the first half. So, I said that was a key, a huge key for the Dominion offense to get going. And it was one of Kevin's keys. Kevin's keys to the game. Kevin's keys to the win. One receiver to each side. And it's a reverse play. It's going to be Jaden Pierre who takes it on the far side. He gets the first down to Moore across the 40, across the 35, and he finds his way down to the 29-yard line. Nice run there from Moritz who came out of the wing position, and there's flags thrown. I believe Justin Bryant pushed, pushed Pierre after the play. We also, had, like we also had Nick Lockhart there talking to Jarman way back in the backfield. Jarman was ignoring him. But a lot of chippiness so far, Kevin, in this game. I mean, the referees are meeting at the 30-yard line, and we'll see what the call is. They did. They ran a little bit of a reverse misdirection there. Yeah, I've never seen it from the Titans. The first, first time they've run that all year. And it's on Woodgrove on sportsmanlike conduct. It's going to be 15 yards, and that's going to hurt them and you push the Titans into the red zone. you got to keep your cool, Kevin. I mean, you can't have those type of penalties hurting you and... Now they're well into the red zone. So that play started at their own 49-yard line. It looked like it was going to get caught up in the backfield. And Pierre took it 20-something yards. And after the penalty, they find themselves at their Wolverines 15-yard line as they trot all the way down after huddling at the 40. Two receivers to the far side, one in Trevor Carlin. Titans threatening here. 6.16 to go here in the first half. Jarman back to pass, flag on, flag on the play. And I believe it's an offside penalty against, yeah, it's an offside against Woodgrove. So it's going to bring up a first and five from the 10-yard line now. Penalty's playing a huge role so far for the Wolverines, Kevin. And when this field shortens like this, you, Jarman loves to go to Richardson because it's hard to get safety exactly. help. Well, look for Richardson on the wide side of the field. It looks like they have one cornerback. If no help comes, it looks like they have one quarterback to the wide side of the field, and he does trot out to the wide side of the field. Just have, him. He does have a huge size advantage on this defensive back. Five penalties for 39 yards for Woodgrove. Richardson moves into the slot. Pierre to the wide, wide out position. Jarman takes snap. Looking. Looking, and he's going to be sacked in the backfield. It looks like he just gave up there and took the sack. He should throw it away, but he didn't. He sacked all the way back at the 26-yard line, and all of a sudden it's a second and 17. You know, it's a sack you cannot take if you're Thomas Jarman. You've got to throw that ball away somehow. And he looks like he just got flustered, tried to make a play out of it. Elijah Haynes, the senior, was there. 5-12 to go. Big play for that Woodgrove defense after those penalties, Kevin. Huge play. 14-6. Woodgrove still with the lead. They go to the spread. Darius Brown in at the tailback position. Jarman takes snap, rolling out. Immediate pressure, and he's sacked again. He tried to step up, and pressure from the near side took Jarman down. That's Nick Lockhart, the speedy guy coming from the, far, from the near side a defensive end position and a timeout, Titans. So, so after the Titans, two, one big play and those two penalties 
for the Wolverines. The Wolverines making up for them with two straight sacks. And a very interesting drive here. They had the ball at the 10-yard the the line on a first and five, and all of a sudden it's third and seven, third and I want to say 22. Third and 22 here for the Titans at the 26-yard line. You know, with you, when you have a kicker like Bloss, it is important to get in back into field goal range if they've put have the, uh, now that they've pushed themselves out of it. But interesting to see on that play, Wirtz was not in the game. He is their their best pass blocking yeah. running back, and yeah. Darius Brown looked like he missed Good a key ball. block on that blitz by the Wolverines. Well, you talk about Bloss has a chance to redeem himself. I mean, maybe he got a little bit in his head there with this whole Wolverine, the Woodgrove thing. As he was the star last year against his team. Made the game-winning field goal, the go-ahead field goal for the Titans to advance to the state semifinal last year. So here we go. Third and 22. Jarman looking around, now takes a snap, drops straight back. Looking, steps up, throws deep to the end zone, and he's got Richardson who... Looks like he brought it down. It's a touchdown. George Richardson in the end zone fighting with two Wolverine defenders. And Richardson brings it down. Silence here from the Woodgrove Kevin, sideline. Kevin, we talked about sh the field shortening. They had safety help on him. Just ran like a straight go. Jump ball. Richardson comes down with it. We'll see what they do. Looks like they're going to go for two here and try to punch this one in right now. 4.36 to go here in the first half. Trying to tie the game here. Are the Titans and boy, do we have a good one here on our hands? And Kevin, what a play by Richardson! I mean, he's been so great for them all year, and it's his second touchdown of the game. And that drive was three minutes forty-five seconds, seven plays, sixty-five yards. Brought to you by DHS Press Network. So here we go, big, big two-point conversion here. Interesting time to do it, Wyatt. You know, I like to call you. Gotta, you're gonna have to get a two-point conversion at some point. They go. They line up in the eye. And they give up the middle to a do. There was a fumble right away, so... Hold on, yeah. Looks like a little confusion on that play. I don't like the play call there you mean, well, they, by Holland. They tried to give it right up the middle to a do, and a fake pitch. You know, that's a play we haven't seen from them, so, you know, you question how familiar they are with that play, so... Exactly. So Richardson, two catches, and both of those catches have been touchdowns. He has 45 yards on the day. And Richardson, well. Richardson on the year with 15... Catches 386 yards and five touchdowns. The all-conference stud at receiver. Possibly an all-state receiver this year. So that extra point by Ramon Bloss still looming large. Thomas Jarman so far tonight is 5 for 7, 105 yards and two touchdowns, just showing how good of a quarterback he is I mean, why, time and time again. We have talked about how big this game is for the Titans and I think these players know it too. I, I mean, I talked to some of these guys yesterday, and there's a different energy in the locker room and around the school for this game. Um, a certain confidence that came with these guys. I mean, looking at their the way they the way they talked about this game, they had a lot of passion, you know. And when we talked to them for the P Falls game for the second game of the year, Kevin, they were also kind of brushing that one off as if Woodgrove is their main rival now. Yeah. So, you know, this game does mean so much to them. Bloss from the 40, it's a bit of an onside and a squib kick taken at the 45 in the return man. Falls right away, Justin Bryant goes down at the 46-yard line. Buckwater talked about how crucial field position was, and I don't know what 
kind of kick that was. If it was trying to be onside, he kicked it way too far. Yeah, an interesting. I prefer them just to boot it down the field there, Kevin, and again, use field position to your advantage. Back to that two-point conversion. I really don't like that play call. By yeah, fullback run, an interesting. I mean, you've there. got great receivers. You've got speedy running backs. I mean, if you're going to run the ball, they haven't had any success running inside. So from tonight. the 37-yard line, Burton takes it, and there's a flag down. Going to be a or false start. Play. Yeah, false start on the Wolverines. It's going to move them back five. So with all this misdirection, back to the, the Wolverines 32. do. We've seen a lot of penalties from them, but that will come. 4.31 to go here. 14 to 12, Woodgrove with the lead. First and 15, they have it. And a big stop for the Titans here. Needed. Woodgrove already hurt themselves a bit on this drive with a one false start penalty. A man in motion. Burton takes a snap. It's a screen play, but he looks to the wheel route, and it's batted away by Webster. Nearly picked off, and a great play. He jumped up in the air and was able to just get a finger on it. Intended for Cameron Beebe. You know, it was a very similar route and play. Um, yeah. Like the first there that they, that they scored on, Kevin, and Webster played that a lot better than Warts did on that play, but, you know, the defense has been caught flat-footed on some of these that's a good call. These, these routes by the Wolverines. And That's a really good call. I mean, you look at that, uh, that play on the second drive on that jump pass over the middle. They did. They caught the linebackers flat-footed and just sneaked past them. Lucky it didn't hurt them. Here we go. Trips to the near side. Burton calling out signals. Man in motion. It's Johnson. And it's the same read option. Burton takes it himself. And he gets about five there. Gets within the sticks. Third and ten. It's going to bring up tackle made. Jamari Robertson. You know, it is crucial for these linebackers, Eric Blackwell and Alex Wirtz, to keep an eye on the ball and just stay disciplined with these play fakes they love to run. Exactly. So a big, big third down for both teams here. Titans trying to get the ball back, and Woodgrove trying to tack on to their 14-12 to 7, 14 to 12 lead. They go with a whole bunch of guys in motion. They stack to the near side. Another man in motion. And it's a screen pass, and it's batted away, batted up in the air, and nearly picked off by Trey Hayes. And he couldn't make the play. It's going to bring up a fourth down and ten. That's a dangerous, dangerous play. Steve Zegbe was almost right next to the defender when Burton released that. And, Kevin, they've run that play a few times, so I think Titans' defense has reacted a little bit. Was on, we're on their toes. That could have been six easily, Kevin. So 14-12 to 12 Wolverines lead, but they're going to punt it away now to the Titans. And Pierre back with 3.40 to go in the half. Kick is high. It's a decent kick. Lands at the 40-yard line and bounces out of bounds at the 38-yard line. It's Ryan Badillo on the punt. Big so stop for the defense now as the Titans have 3 minutes and 31 seconds left in this half to get some points on the board. They do have their two timeouts left, unlike the Wolverines. Have, they have used their all yeah, of them that already. Could, that could hit, hurt the Wolverines here. An interesting, an interesting choice to use those timeouts early in the game. Maybe there was some miscommunication with the freshman quarterback. But I believe the seventh game of the season, you can't have too much miscommunication in terms of your offensive formations. So I don't know what that was about. 
but it could hurt them here late in the first half. Spread formation here. Jarman back to pass. He throws a quick pass to Kavinsky and it's batted down. I believe a defensive lineman got his hand on it. Nick Lockhart was able to bat it away. Pass did make its way to Kavinsky, but it was tipped at the line and into the dirt. Or this turf, if you will. Into the turf. It's a beautiful field here at Woodgrove. A nice facility. Dominion is getting one of those. Woodgrove puts together, yeah, I believe next year. Or is it this end of the spring? spring end yeah, of the spring okay. sports season. So second and ten from their own 41. Dominion trying to put something together with 3.27 to go, down 14 to 12. Charman takes snap, rolls out to the near side. And he throws over the middle. He's got Pierre at the 40-yard line, running down to the near side. Breaks a tackle down past the 30 and down to the 26-yard line. A huge gain for the Titans. Pitch and catch from Jarman to Pierre. And more silence from the Woodgrove sideline. Amats Wolf. We get the tackle. The Titans' success with receivers in the slot. They've really been able to get separation on these Woodgrove defensive backs, Kevin, and really are exploiting, exploiting them. 32 yards there on the pitch and catch from Jarman to Pierre. And a huge, huge play there over the middle on the post route. First down and 10 from the 27, from the Woodgrove 27. Titans threatening here. Two receivers to each side. Jarman back to pass, looking, he's got pressure, throws deep down the field to Richardson, it's just over his head, just off the hands of him, and he had him beat. You know, that was a great throw by Jarman, it was just a tough adjustment for Richardson yeah. to make. Well, it was just, I think it was just out of the reach of Richardson. He was turning his head as the ball was in the air. It was tough, tough to make a play on that ball. Just tough play all around, though. He had some serious pressure coming off the far side defensive line, and he had to chuck it up, and he made a decent throw for the pressure he had. At the 32-yard line, second and 10. Richardson now alone to the near side. They're bringing some safety help, so he looks like he's going to be double-covered there. They go with a run up the middle to Brown, who stopped right away. And I don't know about that play call. Bring up a third and ten. What do you think about that, Wyatt? You know, Kevin, that's something they're going to have to stress going into the locker room halftime. They have not been able to run the ball at all yeah. today. Something Woodgrove has been able to do. But exactly. Well, I think it's been the similar run plays every time. They're not to, they're, they've, I've only seen one toss play from the I formation, and I haven't seen a do as much at the fullback position, which worked out pretty well. And I mean, you could Last game. you could put some blame on the offensive line, but these running backs are going to have to make some plays moving forward, Kevin. We'll see what they do here. They do line up in the spread. Wirtz back in the game. Third and ten at the 32, down two. As we reach two minutes here left in the first half. Jarman back to pass. He's got pressure. He's dancing around. And he's way back in the backfield. He goes down at the 49-yard line. At the other 49-yard oh. line, and there's a flag down. A flag down and a late hit call, I believe it is. And it looks like he just slipped down on Jarman with 1.50 to go. And an upset coach on the sideline for Woodgrove. And there's some anger here on this sideline. See, Kevin, I mean, the boos are coming in, but you have to know the rules. I mean, for yeah. the, in the NFL, exactly. is, the NFL is the only league where if your knee hits the ground, then the play is still alive. But in, in college and in high school football, you are down once your knee hits the ground. It was a 22-yard loss, but... With the 15-yard penalty, it's going to bring up a first down 
So it's interesting to see where the ball is going to be placed. Hold on. Maybe okay, they're picking so up the flag. No, it's going to be the penalty is going to be from the spot of the ball. It's not going to be a first down. Penalty is is going to be called from the spot of the foul. So they're only going to be moved up 15 yards from the spot, and they're going to be at the 35-yard line, fourth down. You know, we are trying our best to decipher what's going on. Now upset. Coach Carl Buckwalter coming onto the field. And we'll see what they do here. Fourth and 18, and they're going to go for it. With don't know what's going on. With 150 to go, they're going to go for it here. I don't mind the call. Fourth and 18 here. Huge play for the Titans. Wolverines on their feet. Wolverine fans on their feet. Spread formation. Jarman takes a snap. Looking. Looking to Richardson's side. Immediately he's flushed out. He throws deep down the field, and it's nowhere near a Titan receiver. Incomplete, it's going to be a turnover and a possibility with 135 for the Wolverines to Woodgrove, score. Woodgrove will have to run a hurry-up offense with no timeouts left, Kevin, but you, know, you go back to that, that crazy third-down play. I don't know what, what the call was and ended up being and how they spotted the ball there and why it was fourth down. Don't really know, but Jarman, again, taking that sack, I don't know what he's doing. He can't, if he's going to run back he like ran, that, he's got to throw the ball. He ran at least 20, 30 yards. And then back. again, at that point, you have to throw the ball away. You Kevin. do. You do. I mean, you're outside of the tackle box. You got to. Trying to make a play there, he just couldn't. First and 10 for the Wolverines at the 35 yard line. And it's going to be Pilland who takes it himself, and he doesn't get anything. Maybe one yard down to the 36-yard line, second and nine. Kyle Kavinsky and Alex Wirtz on the tackle. 118 to go now, and urgency is not there for the Wolverines. Looks like they're probably going to run this clock out, try to get it in halftime. Yeah, just running the football against this dangerous Titan defense. It looks like they're trying to bring the heat a little bit, bunched in tight. One receiver to the far side, but other than that, they are bunched in tight. And I believe it is Pilland again who takes himself and there's a flag thrown down into the play. Jamari Robertson, two flags, another flag thrown late. Jamari Robertson in on the tackle. You know, without Burden in the game at quarterback, I mean, the Titans can stack the box because they know it's pretty much going to be a run play. Exactly. Burden is their passing quarterback. So but. four times, four or five times, Pilland has been in at the quarterback position. He's run it every single time, hasn't even given it up. And... There's some flags all over the place thrown in at the end of the play and at the beginning of the play. So we'll see what the referees call with 50 seconds to go. In this first half, a great one we have on our hands, Wyatt. You know, we've had a little bit of everything so far, Kevin. We've had some clock malfunctions. We've had some crazy penalties. Some fans on our side of the press box that are very into the game. Yeah, the press box is loaded up with, I want to say, 10, 15 people. And it's crowded, and it's a great atmosphere up here. I was just about to say that. Great atmosphere, Kevin. Electric night for football. So we are getting some answers here on the field. With 50 seconds to go, it's going to be second and nine for the Wolverines. Yeah, there were two penalties on that play, both one on the offense and the defense. So, so they offset, so it's going to be second and nine. Clock now running, and no, absolutely no urgency for the Wolverines as they seemingly look to run it down. They're bunched in tight again. It's Pilland again at the quarterback position. I'm expecting a run here. 
and he does it again. He takes himself up the middle, trudging his way through. He gets about two there, and it looks like they're just running it out. With 23 seconds to go here in this first half, we've got a great set of interviews coming up. Coach Carl Buckwalter, as always, will did join us along with Trevor Carlin, George Richardson, and Thomas Jarman. So we will go back to that. When the clock shut off, the time did seem to seemingly continue to run, so Titans are missing some of that time now. Yeah, well, it looks like they called a timeout here. You know, they lost about 40 seconds with that clock malfunction. They did call a timeout with 20 seconds to go, so I think the Titans are trying to get the ball back, at least on a punt. So, well, it's still third down, so... Yeah, they're going to have to get a stop here. And do they have another timeout? I think they have one more left, Kevin. So they're going to have to get a stop here and then possibly be able to return this punt if they don't get the first down here. Pilan still in the game. He takes it himself again, running along the near side, and he's very close to the first down, and I believe he got it flagged down. Flagged down with 14 seconds to go. And a man down for the Wolverines, and he's helped up. It is Pilan. And I believe there's a face mask penalty on the Titans, which could hurt them. Jeez, which could hurt them with 14 seconds to go. Might be a 15-yard. Yeah, it's going to be a 15-yard penalty on the Titans, and they're going to move into Titan territory. Let's see what they try to do. Maybe a Hail Mary here. I'm, as I'm, they I don't believe they have the kicker, like Ramon Bloss, or the leg for that. And I don't, I don't think Bloss can kick 56-yard field goals either. <laughs> Bunched in tight again, an interesting formation. Clock running now, 12 seconds to go. They're gonna take the snap throw down the field and it is nearly caught by Castellano, broken up by Trey Hayes and Zegbe and Richardson on, in on that too. I mean, Titans got away with that one. I mean, Richardson was right there with them but Castellano just Went up and grabbed it. Richardson, last second, able to jar that ball loose. Great play by the safety. Trey Hayes was in on that, too. Second and 10 from the 39. Four seconds to go here in this first half. So, Burton back in the game here. Trips to the near side, trips to the far side. Another man in motion runs out to the far side. And they do some trickery. It's a reverse. And he's hitting the backfield right away as time expires in this first half. Quite a hectic end to that, to that first half, Kevin. And boy, do we see everything you can see in a football game. I mean, one of the more exciting halves we've had. Um, and we, do have, we do have quite the game on our hands. And immediately you can tell this game... I mean, means more, I think, to the Woodgrove fans and to the Dominion fans as this crowd has been electric. The student section has been great. I mean, looking at some of the keys I said to win, did, did, the, did the Titans establish the run game early? They did not. I don't and not I, think they did. And I don't know what's going on. I mean, offensive line seems to be pass protecting pretty well. And Wirtz, I don't know what's going on with Wirtz. Wirtz just, Wirtz just hasn't been able to get any, any sort of separation or any, have been able to find any holes 
in this run game. I'll tell you what, they did distribute the wall pretty well. Uh, Richardson did get open and was able to find his fair share of catches in the first half. Two catches, 45 yards, and two touchdowns on those two catches. So he's been great. You know, Jarman, beside, despite those two big mistakes, those taking those sacks on those two plays, I don't know what happened on that last one, but yeah. despite hurt, those, he's hurt been... The Titans. A, they were threatening there, too. Yeah, they were, and he's been efficient, and this half will be looked at with the Ramon Bloss mixed extra point because the yeah. Titans find themselves down 14 to 12 and yeah it's, well really it's two touchdowns to two touchdowns but it's after the touchdown that hurt the Titans the missed extra point and then unable and then to the get failed that failed two point conversion but I will it will be really important to see if they can get Warts going somehow maybe run a few different plays like we we've, we've pointed to run a few different types of plays on offense and the offensive line has played has protected Jarman well but in terms of run blocking, what have you seen there? I mean, I think they're just going to have to use some more. Use their, they've got an athletic offensive line, and I think they've got to use Pierre and Campos to pull them a little bit. Yeah. Pull those tackles, pull those guards, and just set the edge sometimes on the outside just to get, some, get something going there. Because, I mean, they talk about how crucial that is for their offense, and they haven't been able to get that going at all. Kevin. Well, in terms of the receiving for the... For the Woodgrove Wolverines, Ben Castellano has been targeted quite a bit, and he's been a big factor for, for Burton and just made a dent on his in his wide receiver position, uh, along with Johnson, who has his fair share of carries. But I think who got the most surprising number of carries was, was Pilland. You know, yeah, with Woodgrove, they like to scheme and they like to mix things up a lot on offense. And, you know, it was that big play they had through the air that is really – that really switch, switch things for them in this in that first half, but you know we can see that we're probably going to look to see them continue their scheming in on a, on offense. Well, coming up here for our halftime show, we have a nice set of interviews coming your way, so we're going to take a break and let you listen to our interviews we had this past week. Fourteen to twelve, the Woodgrove Wolverines lead the Dominion Titans. DHS Press Network. Welcome to the halftime show of Dominion versus Woodgrove. We're joined by Coach Carl Buckwalter. Coach, it's always a pleasure to have you on here. I appreciate it. You guys are gaining a lot of ground. My brother in Minnesota is now a big fan. All right, Coach, coming off the bye week, how was it for you guys? How, what did you? Get, what were you able to accomplish um, in that week off? Well, and could you also just analyze how you how you think your team has performed so far going into it? Well, what we did this week or this year with a bye is we told the kids that we're, this is not vacation week. Before we had some different activities and things like that, but this year we went back to basics. We went back and did all the little things. We watched a lot of film on what we did, haven't been doing yeah. and what we need to start doing. So uh, we've had two fantastic weeks of practice, and uh, hopefully it's it's showing tonight. Now, do you think? This Woodgrove game means more than others. I know you talk, always talk about the next game, but it's your biggest comp It's one of your biggest comp competitors so far, and it's a big conference rival. So do you think it means a little bit more than some others? Well, as far as against Woodgrove, I, I would say no. Mm -hmm. But that, that's a that's kind of a loaded question because last year that was a huge game in Dominion High School yeah. history, the second one. But this one is obviously the we're both undefeated in the district, and it's for you know the driver's seat basically exactly. in the district and we still have you know some more district to play but it is a huge game the biggest thing I, our titans get out of 
playing Woodgrove now as in the past compared to the past is the mystique of Woodgrove is not the mystique to our kids. Yeah. All right, so Coach, when looking at Woodgrove, how do you think they've changed from last year and what do you see that sticks out to you as big differences maybe in scheme and players overall too with their team this season compared to last season? Well, and just like with us, players graduate, and it's a new team for them. It's a new team for us, obviously, and uh, they have, you know, they still stay with their same schemes, both offensively and defensively. They just plug in the in the holes, so to speak, and they're very, very physical, which will always going to be physical. The thing that they have over us, I would, I would say, is probably an advantage is they go two platoon. So a bunch of their kids go one way. Mm-hmm. Where our, yeah. you know, our guys, you know, they got to be in great shape, and they just flip, you know, flip each side of the ball. So how do you see your defense uh, slowing down the Woodgrove offense, who, which their offense has stuck out this year? The, well, the key against Woodgrove to beat them is you have to stop them on first down. You can't mm-hmm. give them that five yards, six yards, and give them a, a, a good gain on first down. So you have to make them earn it, mm-hmm. and you know, two yards, three yards area, uh, and make them have to throw. They're not accustomed to throwing the football a lot. Yeah. Uh, they're not built that way. Uh, they can throw the football, but we have to make them throw the football. If they're running, then it's going to be a long night for us because they just do ball control and then give you the ball back with like three minutes left and say your turn. So, coach. Thomas Jarman really has come on as of late, and then going into the spy, how do you keep him humble and best prepared for biggest game of the year and the biggest stretch of this season? Well, Thomas is is a humble guy. I mean, he's not he's not a big headed guy. He he knows his limitations, and he knows that he's starting to break out and become. We feel he's the best quarterback in this district, and. Mm-hmm. Coach Holland has brought uh, you know a lot of different things to uh, Dominion High School, and he and Thomas have a great relationship. And the thing, if you look, is Thomas is leading or one of the leaders in the Washington Post. But our receivers are scattered all around. Yeah. So if, you know, you look at some of the other leaders, and they have a guy on there that's got like 50 balls. Well, Thomas spreads the wealth. Yeah, and does. and when they double George, well George, like we talked about, George is still going to get it, mm-hmm. but he's starting to spread it around and look for everybody else, and therefore it becomes more team oriented, and therefore it's a lot tougher to stop. That is a huge. That's a huge key to win. And talk about your keys to win this Friday against Woodgrove. Uh, we gotta be able to control the line of scrimmage. That's that's yeah. number one paramount um, on both sides of the ball. We're gonna have to be able to run the football. Because uh, we can't just throw, throw, throw. And we got to be able to, at some point in time, be able to at least drive. Yeah. And I take it, you know, I always talk to the Titans about taking it back to when we had to drive against Pop Falls. We had to get a drive late in the game to get out of a bad situation and get a couple first downs. And then the battle of field position is going to be huge. So those are my keys. All right. Lastly, Coach, any other special shout outs you would like to give to our listeners? Yeah, um, you know, this is a great, you guys are doing a phenomenal thing, and your popularity is growing leaps and bounds. My brother Kurt, who's in uh, Brainerd, Minnesota, my sister, who's in Florida, that's Pip, and Sugar Bear, who is in uh, Fairfax. They're all big fans. Plus, I got a bunch of other relatives that, that are jumping on the bandwagon. Awesome. And I can't forget my, my daughter in Kentucky. Of course. Louisville, Kentucky. First loyal listener. Awesome, Coach. Thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Also joined joined by 
Quarterback that Thomas Jarman. Thomas, always a pleasure to have you on here. Thank you, thank you. Okay, you're going to have to speak up. Okay. Uh, so, Thomas, big game this week. What have you seen? You had your bye week to prepare. What have you seen in Woodgrove, in Woodgrove's defense um, specifically, that you guys can exploit with your talented offense that's really come on as of late? Um, we've definitely studied a lot of their film. We've run through practice, gotten a lot of reps, ran their um, defense. We've we've seen that they run, for the most part, man coverage, and they stack. They put almost eight guys in the box a lot, blitz them. So the pass should be there, and if we execute tosses and outside runs, those should be there as well. So Thomas. How have you handled the pressure so far this year with your first year starting at quarterback? How have you handled the pressure, and how do you see yourself dealing with it going forward late, later into the season? Um, at first, there was some pressure, but it's died down. I'd say that there's not really any pressure now as the coaches, the coaches have grown confident in me as a player as Earlier in the season, I don't, I don't think they were as confident, but now they have just seen what I'm capable of, and they trust me more. So, Thomas, looking at last year, um, you guys you guys split two games with Grove, each winning a game. Um, so is there an extra pressure when it comes to this game? Is there an extra, uh, you guys kick it into another gear when there's a lot, a lot more riding on this game? I'd say... I, I would like to say we treat treat it as another game, but there's definitely different gears that will be turned on for this game just because it's a, a big game. It's a championship game for us against Woodgrove for the uh, for the conference. It's just a, a very mm-hmm. big game. All right, Thomas. Thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure. All right, hey, thank you. Also joined with us is star wide receiver George Richardson. George. Pleasure to have you here again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, George, looking at the Riverside secondary, what can you Woodgrove. exploit? I'm sorry, Woodgrove. <laughs> Woodgrove, my mistake, Woodgrove. What can you exploit in there? What do you see you can exploit in their secondary? Um, well, if it's one-on-one, I know my quarterback is throwing it, but mm-hmm. they've, like, seen our film, so they'll probably double me, so I probably won't get as much targets as much, but, yeah. So, George, from a receiver's perspective, how do you think Thomas has played so far this season, and how have you seen him grow as a quarterback? Well, yeah, he's never got, like, a fair chance, but, like, when his name was called, when his name was called, yeah, he uh, stepped up. He stepped up. Yeah, he showed up. He stepped up. George Richardson, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. (laughs) We're also joined by now... Wide receiver, Trevor Carland, former tight end. Trevor, pleasure to have you. Thank you, Kevin. Trevor, can you talk a little bit about your adjustment uh, to the wideout position uh, coming, switching from tight end? So uh, I started the season as a Y, which is basically the uh, tight end position, sometimes a split out into slot. And uh, Kyle, Kyle played. Uh, he was the one that was playing on the outside. And uh, I think it was through the fourth game, Coach Holland decided to switch me and Kyle, and I think I think it was a good switch because uh, Kyle's you know bigger, he's taller, maybe a little stronger, um, and uh, yeah. 
he can uh, block a little bit better, and he can still run good routes and catch the ball well. But uh, me on the outside, I, I think I can run a little better routes, and uh, I think I'm more of uh, the routes on the outside I think are better suited for me, and I, th I think the position switch went, went over well. So, Trevor, you've played varsity football before as well, and your role has definitely changed this year between last, um, from last year. How do you think specifically it has changed, and how do you think your receiving core has performed as of late? Um, I think my role, I actually don't think it's changed too much. Um, last year and this year both, uh, my role has been basically if the ball's thrown to me, catch the ball. And mm -hmm. I think I've done and that. don't fall, right? Yeah, well, I fall sometimes. <laughs> and uh, I think I've done pretty well with, you know, just doing my job and getting getting what I need to get done. done. And uh, I think as a receiving core as a whole, we have, uh, I think we have some of the best receivers in the state, you know. George, Trey, Kyle, Jaden, me, I guess me. And uh, I think all of us together with a great quarterback, Thomas, mm. and a great O-line, I think we've been doing great things out there this season. Um, I think there's still improvements that can be made, as there always is. But I think as of now, we've done pretty well. So, Trevor, another uh, aspect of this offense that has stepped up as of late is your offensive line. How much credit do you give to them, and how well have they really performed lately because it has made a big difference in your offense. I think they're doing great. I mean, uh, we just recently got back Coach Metro, coached us freshman year, came back from Fauquier High School to help us out, help us on the line, and I think he's done a great job with us because he really knows the line better than anyone else, and uh, he's uh, helped uh, put in some new run blocking schemes, pass blocking schemes, and I think it's really helped the O-line better understand, you know, how to block and what to block and how to run the plays smoothly. Awesome. Trevor, thank you for joining us as always. Uh, we did try to get kicker Ramon Bloss as requested by many, but he was too – he did not want to come. He did not want to come interview with us. So I'm sorry about that. We'll try to get him next week. But second half of Dominion versus Woodgrove on the way. And we're back here with the Wolverines leading 14 to 12 here as we get the second half going here in two minutes. White Krieger will come with them some stats here, some Dominion stats here from the first half. Yeah, Kevin, so for the first half, um, rushing the ball, Alex Worth only has five carries for 13 yards. Jarman has seven for negative 13. He had those two big um, tackles for, or sacks, if you will, and Brown... Darius Brown only has three carries for four yards. Passing Jarman with an efficient six for 10, 137 yards passing and two touchdowns. And receiving, um, he's really spreading the ball around like, like always. Trevor Collin with one reception for four yards. Um, George Richardson with two, for two receptions, 45 yards, two touchdowns. Jaden Pierre with two receptions, 53 yards. Kyle Kavinsky with one reception for 36 yards. And for Woodgrove, passing um, number 33, Burton, has, is 5 for 9 with 86 yards and one touchdown. Rushing number 7, Pyland, has 8 carries, 22 yards, and one touchdown. The quarterback has been running a lot of Wildcats so far tonight. Burton, the quarterback, um, rushing has had 2 carries for 26 yards. And number 27, um, Johnson, Josh Johnson, Josh Johnson, has 10 carries for 44 yards, the feature back for this offense. And he also, for receiving, he has that one long play, that one catch for 56 yards and a touchdown. Also receiving uh, Badillo 
with two catches for 12 yards and Castellano with two catches for 18 yards. Woodgrove totals rushing with 92 yards, passing with 86, a total 178. Demean's got a lot of things to clean up on defense uh, for this second half, Kevin, and we saw them run those motions and those mi those misdirections, and Dominion, like we said earlier, has been flat-footed almost through, uh, a lot, and they've gotten caught off guard, and you know, Webster had a big pass breakup on another wheel route that yeah. could have easily have been six, and they, they had a drop, Woodgrove had a drop with a tight end throwback that could have been six, and they also had that Obviously, they had that big play that gave them their 14 points. Yeah, well, you said it. Uh, I think a lot of their, a lot of the, a lot of these big plays from Woodgrove have come when the Titans are looking seemingly flat-footed on defense. So, you know, I think they just have to react quicker, and they have to, their linebackers have to be moving around and have to be really just read and react on defense a lot more, and just that'll be a key moving forward. These safeties have played well, but. They can't give up any more big plays. I mean, Trey Hayes and Wirtz were there on that 56-yard catch and run or and touchdown by Johnson. So what do you want to talk about, Kevin, going into this second half? So two minutes, two minutes left here in this halftime intermission. And Titans finishing up their warm-ups, but some other notable games here in the college realm, JMU. James Madison University will play Villanova, and there's a special thing about that game. College game day will be attending there tomorrow morning. James Madison, a school that a lot of people from this area go to, Kevin. Yep. And really great to see them get game, year for the game day for the second year in a row. Yeah, they usually pick one, uh, one school from the FBS mm -hmm. or FCS each year. And James Madison's dominated that conference the past two years. Why well, do I believe you're going? I am this, going, Kevin. true? I will be there. Great to see Kirk, Kirk Herbstreet and the boys. Well, I'll tell you what. Me and Wyatt did head down to Virginia Tech last weekend. Was it last weekend? Might have been two weekends Might ago. Might have been two weekends ago. Nevertheless, we, headed, we went down to Virginia Tech College. It was two weekends ago. Thank you, Ryan Flynn, for the spotting on even the weekends. Uh, we headed down two weekends ago to Virginia Tech where college game day was there, too. Great so. campus, Kevin, and oh. it was awesome to see that whole wow game me. day set up. You know, they said it was the loudest it's ever been at, at Virginia Tech. Virginia They've Tech had always, so far this season. always shows their atmosphere is always great. Uh, I'll tell you what, the, the, communications, the communications program over at Virginia Tech is really, it's expanding, and they're doing some great things over there. So definitely one of our, uh, one of our choices here for yep. White and I. I. This whirlwind of our senior our senior years yep. as we find colleges. Dominion getting the ball to start the second half. So we're going to get going here for some second half action of this Wolverine-Titan game, which is a close one, closest we've had in a while. Titans, again, like we talked about, only um, Wurtz only has 13 yards on the ground for the first half. I mean, guy that has the single-game rushing record with 289, Kevin, and that's inexcusable if you're the Titans on offense, but they're still moving the ball well through the air, and the receivers have really been able to get separation throughout this game. So Webster and Zegbe back to receive it. Looks like it's going to be kicked to Webster. He's going to take it from the six-yard line, cuts it upfield. 
Now he's got a lean down the far side, down across the 30, trips up at the 33-yard line, and he's tackled down at the 35, a flag down back at the 25-yard line. There's a flag. I, I said that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> 14 to 12, the lead for Woodgrove, and who knows what we have in store for this for this second half as Dominion is charged with the holding call and that kickoff return. They're going to be moved back from the 25, from the spot of the foul at the 25, down to the 15-yard line, or the 16-yard line, so it's going to be first and 10 from the 16-yard line. Like we said before, these Woodgrove fans have really brought it, Kevin. Yeah. Um, and it's been an electric atmosphere and a really crazy game. A lot of chippiness as well from both teams, like some extracurricular activities, but a lot on the line tonight. Definitely a big rivalry game. A lot of competitiveness between these two teams. Titans line up. Jarman in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Drops straight back, and it's a quick pass to Richardson. Gain of second, and he breaks another tackle, and he gets 15 there. All right, nice quick pass to Richardson, seven yards after the catch, first down Titans. Guy we haven't seen get involved too much yet is Trey Hayes, the speedy sophomore. Yeah. I mean, on the year he's got 13 catches, 306 yards, and five touchdowns. Just last week against Riverside he had three receptions, 120 yards, and two touchdowns. So just a guy that makes big plays. They've got to get him the ball in space more. We talk about Hayes who really broke out last game as a, as a true force on this Titans receiving core, which some call the best in the state. Spread formation here for the Titans. First down and 10 from the 30-yard line. Segbay in at running back. Jarman with a quick pass to Carlin, who cuts up field, and he gets about four or five tackled by a whole bunch of Wolverines. 11.30 to go in this third quarter. Woodgrove, Woodgrove leading 14-12. to 12. Titans trying to... Score here at the 34-yard line, second and six. Titans are in this hole down two. Touchdown does not put to a full one-score game. I mean, Woodgrove can still regain the lead with the touchdown right after that. They hand up the middle to Wirtz. Wirtz cuts it outside, now running the far side across the 45, and he runs over to Woodgrove defender across the 50, now to the 48-yard line. First down, Titans a nice run there on the second and five play. First down and 10 from the 48. He held on to the ball there as they were trying to get at it throughout that whole run. No, we didn't see any of that, Kevin, in Tackle the first made half. made by Malachi Haynes. And I think that's a combination of Wirtz finding the hole and with that 18-yard carry, the offensive line also had a great block and Woodgrove again using an early timeout this second half. Now this could come back to haunt them at the end of the game. So it didn't hurt them well, it as does, much. It does mean much more at the end of the exactly. game. Exactly. It didn't hurt them as much at the end of the first half. But, but they have now been here with 10.51 to go, it could hurt them later. I mean, it is peculiar, but, I mean, how well coached these Woodgrove teams are. They yeah. just like to correct things, I think, when they see it. So Yeah. That is very true. Good call they there. Were, they were really getting on them in that huddle, though, if you watched. Woodgrove heading back onto the field. On defense, Titans with the ball at the 48, 14-12. The Wolverines lead. Here as they trot back onto the field, it's going to be Trevor Carlin heading to the near side wide up position alone there. 
Everyone else bunched in tight. Trevor Carlton trying to redeem himself after that crucial fumble yeah. in the first Big half turnover. that led to, led, to, led to a touchdown by the Wolverines. Richardson on the, at the far side wide out, and they do that same reverse play to Pierre, who's running along the near side, gets across the 45, across the 40, and he's hit out at the 40, loses the ball, out of bounds, and he's going to get about eight there. And they ran that reverse play again, and both times the defense has somewhat blown it up, but Jaden Pierre yeah. both times able to escape around the outside. Jarman got took a big hit on that play. Well, that's what I'm. That's what we're talking about. Getting the ball to the outside, running the the sweet plays like that. It's worked for the Titans, and obviously the inside runs as they like to stack the box. The inside runs haven't worked as much for the Titans. Turns out we're we're pretty good at this, Kevin. Turns out, one receiver to each side. Spread formation. They give up the middle to Wirtz, and he runs up the middle. Oh. Looks like he seemingly lost the ball. He regains possession, and he loses one there. It's going to bring up a third and three, and a huge, huge third and three ensuing here from the 41-yard line. Titans slow down after some big plays to get across the 50 here, but got to get this third down. Would like to see an outside run here for Darius Brown. First down marker at the 38, the Titans at the 41 of the Wolverines. Trips to the far side, one receiver to the right, one receiver to the near side in, in George Richardson. They run up the middle to Darius Brown, who's running along the near side, and there he goes. First down and more across the 30, down to the 27-yard line. With 9.53 to go, they get the first down, and that's Darius Brown's first big run of the game, and boy, did it ever come at a crucial time. You know, another great run, a great, great blocking, and George Richardson sealed, helped seal that edge. Again, bouncing it outside. They've had success running the ball outside the tackles here, Kevin. So first down and 10 Titans from the 30-yard line. Now they go two receivers to the far side, one receiver to the near side. The Titans have done a really good job of converting on third down. Jarman takes a snap. He's looking. He's got pressure, and he throws a back shoulder fade to Richardson, who... Cannot make the catch. He had a defender all over him in Malachi Haynes. He had his hands all over him. No flag there. I mean, I think that's the right call there by, by Jarman to throw the back shoulder fade because Haynes was all over on the inside, covering the inside. And he had immediate pressure. So I do think that's the right throw, but George Richardson just wasn't able to make that play. So... I got to say, at one of my top schools here, and one of our spotter, Ryan Flynn's favorite. You know what? I'll say it after this play. Second and 10 at from the 30. 9.46 to go. Wolverines leading 14 to 12. Jarman takes a snap. He's got pressure stepping up now. <coughs> and now he's going to take off, run to the far side. And he's trying to beat the edge, and he gets about eight there. It's going to bring up a third and two from the 22, and someone's down. Jarman, slow to get up. Ooh. You know, he is up walking. I mean, he really had a long ways to run on that. He did. On that play, and he's took a bit of a hit there at the gingerly. end, too. Just, again, showing that athleticism. And he's going to head back onto the field. But tough guy. Really tough guy. The number one ranked team, Clemson, number two, I'm sorry, number two ranked team in the country, the Clemson Tigers, are losing right now to the Syracuse Orange in the second quarter, in Kevin. In the second quarter, 17-14 with 140 to go 
in the second quarter. That is the that is the Syracuse Clemson game, not this game. Also, playoff baseball, if you care. The New York Yankees and the Houston Astros are tied 0-0. I'm done with playoff baseball this year. <laughs> I will say Syracuse, or not Syracuse, Clemson, I mean, they've just dominated this first half of the college football season, and they've, yeah. and they've beat good teams on the road, too. They beat Louisville at Louisville. They beat Tech in one of the toughest environments in college football, yeah. and they've dominated the, both of those teams. It's... Virginia Tech, a good team this year, too. They were ranked number 12 in that game. So, I believe... I believe the Titans took a they just announced the, there. They did just the announce the attendance here, and they said 1,610, I believe. Yes, it was. Again, great, great, great crowd here. Very professional run system here. Some the great, Wolverines have. Great turnout by the Dominion parents as well. Not, mu yeah. not as much the students, but the parents came out to support. Semi-filled up stands on the visitor's side. 45 minutes away from Dominion High School. Big, big third and two here. Trips to the, trips to the far side, run receiver to the right. In Trey Hayes. They give up the middle to Wirtz, and he cannot find his way to the first down. He stopped at the line of scrimmage, and it's going to bring up a th fourth and two and fourth and decision time for the Titans. Theo Wilson stops stops words on that run. So they're bringing out the kick, the field goal unit here for a what is going to be a what? A 31, 32 yarder? 39 yard attempt. And boy could it have played out any better. Ramon Bloss in a huge spot again. Got a chance to take the lead here. Trying to take the lead. 14 to 12 Wolverines lead. Here we go. The kick is up. And it does not have the leg. It's just short. It was online. And it is no good. Ramon Bloss misses his first field goal of the year. And boy, is it at a costly time. You know, that was the, a lot longer than the field goal kick last year, Kevin, in the playoffs. But still, a 39 yarder is a tough one to make. Tough one to make. Just it didn't is. have the leg. It was right, on, right down the middle. If you Why? I don't really know about that, that call. A fourth and two. I know he showed faith in his kicker to redeem himself here, but, I mean, your offense has been moving the ball well. They've converted, a real good shot they've converted there. on, they've converted third, on the third, third and fourth downs. Well, the third and two, I don't know about that call either, a run up the middle there that hasn't been working all night. They go trips to the far side, and it's that same read option. I believe it's going to be Burton who takes it, and nothing doing there. A flag thrown in at the end of the play, and we'll see what that's on. He, did, he got no gain there with Burton. Titans defense, again, got to come up with a stop until this offense comes up with some more points here, Kevin. They've, again, they've really looked flat-footed and just not prepared in the first half. And they, I mean, the Wolverines threw a lot of different looks at them. Titans still hanging in this game, though. Only down two. A face mask is called on Dominion, and it's going to be a 15-yard penalty personal foul. 15 yards from the spot of the foul. Up to the 27-yard line. And I don't know what the deal, I believe it's, is it a first and, first and three? Second and three, first and three. 
Burton takes a snap. It's that same read option. This time he gives up the middle to Johnson. We'll see if he got the first down. I believe he did. And they do move the chains there. First down at the 31. Jamari Robertson makes the tackle there. Again, Woodgrove does have the size, the size advantage on Steve Zegbe with number five. Nick Lockhart on the outside. Here we go. Burton takes snap immediately, and they do target that. And Lockhart makes the catch down at the 40-yard line into Titan territory. You mentioned it, and you called it right there with 8.08 to go in this third quarter. Again, Zegbe is there in coverage, and he was... Right with him on the play, just Lockhart using his speed and a great throw again by Burton. By the right freshman on the, Burton. Right, making over, some, making right in some, the basket. Making some big throws here with just over eight minutes to go. A man goes in motion here to the, to the near side. Now Burton takes a snap. It's that read option. They give up middle to Johnson who finds a lane up the middle. And he gets a decent gain there for six or seven. He gets a gain of seven, bringing up a third, second and three. Trey Hayes on the tackle, and they're running a hurry up here. 7.42 to go. 14 to 12, Woodgrove still with the lead. Woodgrove from the Titan 33. Burton with a quick screen. First down and more here for the Wolverines. He breaks a tackle, and Richardson pushes him out, but there's a flag down in the backfield, and there's a chance this one's coming back and could damage this drive, Wyatt. Yeah, Kevin, if this is a hold, this will set Woodgrove back pretty far. They've really moved the ball well after that penalty, a long throw, and then a good run by Johnson. It is a hold. Again, Burton, really, the freshman, really making some great throws tonight, Kevin. So it's going to be second. They're going to redo the down. Second and 15. From the 45. From the Titan 45, the first down marker is at the 30. They got a long way to go, and this is a big down here to set up for the third down play. Two receivers to the far side, one receiver to the near side. It's the read option. They give up the middle. Johnson, who breaks it loose. Into the secondary he goes. A big hit by George Richardson, and he gets 11 there. Again, they're running this hurry up, and... Dominion just does, just looks gassed out there, Kevin. And a big stop all of a sudden here, third and four. From the 33-yard line, from the 34-yard line, third and four. Burton takes a snap. He gives up the middle to Johnson, and he stopped. Johnson is stopped at the line of scrimmage, and it's going to bring up a fourth down and three. Boy, despite that penalty, Kevin Woodgrove really was moving the ball well, and it looks like they're going to go for it here on we fourth go. down. Here we go. Look who's coming to the game. It's the K.J. Lewis and Poland combo. And every time we've seen Poland at the quarterback position, he has ran the football. I did learn this. All right, here you go. And he does take it himself. Sideswipes the defender, and he's going to get close. The first out. down, ball's out. The ball's out. Alex Wurtz dives on it at the 40-yard line, and it's Dominion Titan football at the 40. He had the first down. And... Pylon is hurt. I did learn. I wanted to correct you on this. I did learn through halftime. It is Pylon, Kevin. But he is the running quarterback in this offense. And he's tough to be stopped. You know it's going to go to him when he comes into the game, and he's still got the first down there. And it was, they were able to strip the ball it was Joel Cambos who stripped the ball out of Pylon. Yeah. 
I mean, he had the first down. He tried to reach forward for a little, for a few more yards. Big mistake, and then Wurtz, Wurtz with the heady play able to recover it. Good call to dive on it. Yeah, I mean, he could have taken it and running. He could have gone for the home run. He had open field there, but he had a whole bunch of Woodgrove defenders behind him, and he decided to make the safe play. You know, you see that a lot in football. You see that a lot with the ball just squirting out, and then if he doesn't recover that, then yeah. who knows? But so six twenty-three to go in this third quarter. Fourteen to twelve, Woodgrove leads, but they just had a big turnover. So, as Pyland is helped off the field, we're going to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to DHS Press Network. You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. And we're back as Pyland is gingerly walking over. Looks like an ankle or right leg injury. Looks like he can put no weight on that. You know, we talked about that... Woodgrove right holding penalty that eventually killed their drive with all their momentum and they really were moving the ball well but they so far this game have eight penalties for 69 yards Kevin that's crucial that undisciplined is, football that so, is hurting them in some aspects so first down and 10 from their own 41 the Titans take over here after that turnover 14 to 12 the lead for the Wolverines Two receivers on the near side, one receiver to the far side, and George Richardson. Jarman takes snap, rolling out. He throws deep down the field to Richardson, and it is caught over the defender's head. A pass interference call, I believe. A flag down, and Richardson is limping. And he ran down to the 20 and then ran out of bounds, and I believe he cramped up There was a he immediately heads out to the sideline. It was an immediate flag thrown, and it looked like Richardson pushed off. Right when the ball was coming to him, so I think it's going to be offensive pass interference. So it's going to be taken back, I believe 10 yards, 10 or 15 yards from the line of scrimmage. We're just in a jump ball receiver. That's going to happen a lot, Kevin, but that a big loss. It's going to be a 10, what is it, a 10-yard penalty? So Richardson... On the Dominion sideline being helped. And I believe it is a cramp in his calf. You know, he is getting, as head athletic trainer um, Rick is stretching him out there, but lost my train of thought, Kevin. First down and a whole bunch. First down and 25. They go spread formation, two receivers to each side. It's a screen play to Trey Hayes, who spins past the defender, and he gets nothing there. And he's hit at the line of scrimmage. Going to bring up a second and 25. They got to get a big chunk into this, into this uh, yardage. And then, yeah, that's the first attempt we've seen or reception for Trey Hayes. First target for him too. So I mean, 5:30 to go. I mean, we've seen Richardson cramp. Quarter. We've seen Richardson cramp this season, and he is now. But we don't know how long he's going to be out. So you're gonna have to get Trey Hayes going a little bit, as he's your, probably your number two. Receiver here. They do send Trey Hayes out to the far, out to the near side, wide out position alone. Jarman takes a snap, flag down immediately, and I believe it's going to be a false start. Just moving them back, or no? Possibly an offsides call. We'll see what it is. It is. It's going to be offsides on the Wolverines. So Titans get another penalty get, now. Five yards now on back. the Wolverines. Yet another penalty. So that's I want to say nine penalties for. 
74 yards now. And that has really hurt them. This could be a much different game with, without these penalties. Dominion, though, also keeping up with the penalty <laughs> situation. Five, six penalties for 50 yards. As it's going to be, what, second and 20-ish? From the 33, second and 21. Jarman takes snap, back to pass. He's got immediate pressure, stepping up. And he's fighting his way, and he's going to be sacked. He had pressure coming from every aspect of the defensive line. And he he's is down. down now. And that is not good at all for the Titans. The star player, I believe, so far here for the Titans is down. And it may be his knee. You know, that's not good. I mean, he took a hit the last drive, Kevin, and he was trying to run it outside. He took a big hit, gingerly walked up. I mean, he's such a tough kid. Mm -hmm. He's taking big hits all year, and I don't know. He just got swallowed up at immediate pressure, like you said. He had pressure coming from from all over. He couldn't go anywhere. He still find, found a way to get some yards back, but still a sack as Richardson is back up and standing. It does look like that left leg has the trainers are working it and flexing it out. Well, we can only hope that it's not serious. Just as Jarman went down, or the Clemson quarterback, Kelly Bryant, also down with the injury, which definitely hurt the Clemson Tigers against Syracuse tonight. I mean, if you look at backup options for the Titans, it's going to be Michael Perello coming in. So he's warming up. It is Michael Perello. And he's a guy, you got Michael Prello, and then next in line you've got Zach Whitcomb, the junior, I believe. Michael Prello, the senior. Hasn't played football since, what was it, freshman year? Uh, Jarman is wa walking off the field under his own sign, power. A great, great sign. Okay, he's going to take this playoff, so Perello will come in. So a good sign that he's not being helped off by anyone. He's just walking off, and Perello's going to come in now. Such a tough kid, Jarman is. And try to do something here for this third and 23 play. We'll see what they do. You know, Perello, kid, very self-confident. Hasn't played football since, what, freshman year, freshman, sophomore year, Kevin? I believe Kevin? so, in which he also played quarterback, where he played behind Jarman his freshman year. So 4-15 and counting as the Titans head back onto the ball. Well, they're going to run a little wildcat. No, it's it's going to be Trey Hayes in at quarterback. Here we go. They do run the wildcat. Trey Hayes takes the ball and runs along to the near side across the 30. And he sideswipes a defender, and he's swallowed up by a whole bunch of Wolverines down across the 35 to the 36-yard line. And that was just to get some chunk yardage for this fourth down play. And I believe they'll be punting it away. Now, the backup quarterback... Michael Perello is also the long snapper, so an interesting combination there for Perello. Wolverine shuffling some guys on defense. High snap, Kavinsky handles it, and it's a great kick, booming kick 
and it lands and pops straight up and then gets a decent Titans bounce. An excellent kick there, came in, coming out of nowhere from Kavinsky down to the 12-yard line with 3.45 to go, and Woodgrove still has a lead, 14-12. to 12. I mean, starting with starting with the scrimmages this year, Kim, we've seen some bad Kyle Kavinsky punts, and he's just seemingly gotten better and better and better throughout the year, and that was a great one too. You talk about a kid just perfecting his craft at practice. I mean, I've, I've seen him just staying after and just punting, punting balls and... That was a that a 53-yard punt for Kavinsky. Again, field position so crucial in these games. Here we go from the 12-yard line. Burton takes a snap, and he gives up the middle to Johnson. Johnson gets about three or four there, or two. He gets one. Bring up a second and nine. Jimmy Christ there to make the stop. They continue with the hurry up there. 3:27 to go and counting, and it's the full-out spread formation. Two receivers to each side. Burton takes a nap at the screen pass over to the far side. And he gets a few yards and he's picked up by two Dominion. You know, I mean, we got to see those Titan defenders. Those defensive backs rotating over when, when, like, those screens are pretty simple to diagnose and they are running the hurry up now. So third and two, here we go. Some confusion here for the Woodgrove offense. Now they've settled down. Burton gets a man in motion. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. And it's a direct snap to Johnson, who sidesweps the defender. There he goes across the 35, across the 25, down to the 30-yard line. First down for the Wolverines. A huge tackle there by J.D. Pierre, and Johnson was about to, about to break that open, and J.D. Pierre had him by the jersey. As now another player is injured for the Titans. We've seen quite a few injuries now. It's a defensive lineman. I think it's Joel Campos. Laying flat on his stomach, not moving too much. And boy, this reminds me a bit of the Statesman, the Marshall Statesman scrimmage earlier we had this year when we just saw guys just keep going down and going down, and it was even a scrimmage. It's terrible to see, but the game has to go on, and guys have to step up. Still can't identify who that guy is now. Maybe he's covered by... Yeah, it is, Joel, it is Joel Campos. Joel Campos. Almost another big play by the Wolverines there. Johnson, guy who can break any run open. He's got so much speed. Great vision. J.D. Pierre making that huge tackle as well. So, I mean, in my conversation, going back to Ramon Bloss, in my conversation with Bloss... He did say he, he liked the pressure, but so far in some pressure situations, he hasn't really come through. Uh, yeah, Kevin, I mean. I mean, there is plenty more football to play. I will say that. There is, and he's been solid all year. He's been probably the best kicker in the conference. Yeah. Probably a lock for that. They do have one special teams all-conference player, and he's probably a lock for that for that spot. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen any any other kicker this year make any sort of field goals. And or be as consistent as he has with the extra points. Yeah. But, I know, just not as night tonight. <laughs> and is Campos a key to this defense? Huge part. So He's gingerly walking off, being helped by a trainer. Three guys, three key guys for the Titans going down with injury, well, essential injuries. Richardson, Jarman, and now Campos. Although Richardson is back. Richardson is up and back, and yeah. I believe... 
Jarman is going to be okay, hopefully returning here in this game. But, I mean, talking about Bloss, he was a hero last year against Woodgrove. And can he be a hero again tonight? So far, not playing the part as much. First down and 10 here from the 30-yard line of the Wolverines. Titans coming with a blitz, a flag down. It was Chris, Chris Adu who jumped at the defensive end position. And it's going to be a first and five at the 35-yard line. 2.35 to go. Adu just coming in after that. In the third quarter. Adu just coming in after that injury. To Campos. And then immediately just going, jumping, uh, doing a offsides there. Trips to the far side, one receiver to the near side. A hard count there from Burton has failed, and he resets. Looks like they're calling a bit of an audible here. And it is an audible call. They go to their wristbands, and now right back down to their formation. Burton takes a snap, and he takes it himself up the middle, and he's swallowed up by Jamari Robertson immediately. Hit hard there. He gets about two, bringing up a second and three. You've got a fly in the press box. Mr. Schwartz just killed it. Hero of the press box. Some are calling him. That's what I've heard. Second and three here. 153 to go in the third quarter. Time winding down here. 14 to 12. Riverside. Woodgrove still with the lead. They give up the middle to Josh Johnson. Ja Josh Johnson. Tackle made by Eric Blackwell, and I believe it's a first down there. So Woodgrove moving the sticks here with 141 to go. And you look on the sideline. Pyland is still nursing that ankle. So again, we don't see, we don't necessarily know what the injury to Campos is, but Titans have moved to a four-man four front now with Kavinsky moving to middle linebacker again. They have that same formation, trips to the far side, one receiver to the near side. Burton looking, he throws on a rollout pass, and it's complete to Castellano. Gain of four yards there, second and six. This hurry-up defense is seemingly... Offense. This hurry-up offense is seemingly frustrating the Titan defense. Yeah, Kevin, I mean, they've caught him off guard a few times um, with that, with that hurry-up offense, but Titans, I mean, that conditioning was a problem earlier in the year, and they've really fixed that. But maybe it, it can become a factor again. When, both, when guys are going both ways, it does become a factor. Second and six. Titans coming with the heat. They do. Burton, a quick screen pass. And today, Woodgrove wide receiver jumps over defender, and he heads down close to the first down, maybe one yard short with 35 seconds to go in this third quarter. A big stop ensuing here. Third and one, Woodgrove driving methodically now. Coming into the game now. At the running back position is K.J. Lewis. We've never seen the Lewis-Burton combination here in the backfield. Wolverines go to their wristbands. And now close them. A man in motion running over to the near side. And they're set. The Titans jumped. The Titans' defensive line jumped as they were trying to bring the heat. And they jumped on the hard count on the third and two. And it's going to be a five-yard penalty and a first down. Down to the 45 for the Wolverines. So first down and 10. Another crucial penalty, Kevin, that just gives up the third and one, and Ethan Ferguson now coming in the game for Chris Adu. I think he jumped off sides on both of those two plays. So as the third quarter comes to an end. So at the end of the third quarter, it's the Woodgrove Wolverines 14. 
and the Titans 12. We're going to pause 10 seconds for Stay Sign Education. You're listening to DHS Press Network. You're listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com. Now we are waiting for an injury report from strength and conditioning coach Amanda Hines, Miss Hines. And another thing to look at, Kevin, I mean, if Jarman is down, I mean, I still see him on, the, on that bench. I saw him sitting there. If he is down, you cannot afford to give up another touchdown here in this game. No, defense becomes a much, much bigger factor. And this drive becomes huge here. And, they, and they, yeah, they do have guys throwing on that sideline with Perello and probably Whitcomb. You're going to have to bring a solid quarterback into the game. I don't think you can go with just Trey Hayes unless he can throw the football a good amount as the running game has not been solid here as we get the fourth quarter going here. Titans look like they're coming with the heat at the 45-yard line. Wolverines at the Titans 45-yard line, first down and 10 as they change the play. And they're ready to go now here in the pistol formation. It's a read option up the middle to Lewis. And he gets three there. Gonna bring up a third. A third and six. I believe a third and six. Or second and six. Again, this Woodgrove two platoon system where they have guys, strictly guys for offense and most of their guys strictly for defense. This is playing a factor as Dominion is a little bit of a little bit winded. They go to a man in motion to make it. Three men in the backfield here. Titans coming with the heat. They do. Immediate pressure. And the freshman quarterback goes downfield. Castiano jumps over. Trey Hayes makes the catch and dashes into the end zone. Touchdown, Wolverines. Castiano went right up and over Trey Hayes at the 15-yard line. And Burton just chucked it up and was able to complete it. It's going to be the Woodgrove Wolverines 20 and the Dominion Titans 12. Well, Kevin, we brought up this size advantage these Woodgrove receivers have, but Trey Hayes could not have played better coverage. I will stress that. He could not have played better coverage on that play. I mean, he had a hand seemingly in that, in, in, in between that play, and Castiano was able to rip it away from him. The extra point is up and good, and makes it 21-12, and now a two-possession game here, Wyatt. You know, that is a large mountain to climb now for the Titans, especially if Jarman is still hurt. He's sit sitting there on the bench. That drive was four minutes and 27 seconds, 10 plays, 86 yards. And the most methodical drive we've seen all day from both teams. It really was. They were able to com convert third downs, run the ball. They passed, again, Burton with some great throws, Kevin. I mean, Buck Walter stressed how much of a run-first team they are, but yeah, they've thrown the ball pretty well tonight, and they, I think they might have underestimated this quarterback. You know, Burton with an unorthodox throwing form, form, but I haven't really seen him make a bad pass yet. No, I haven't. I mean, he started off the game 5-for-5, five five, was 5-for-9 five at the half, but... Well, we talked about early Castiano, who we thought was going to make an impact, and he sure did right there with a huge, huge touchdown reception. And now some doubts here in this very strong... Dominion team. Again, those two Woodgrove wideouts. Aiden Larson boots it deep. Taken by Steve Zegbe. Across the 25, now across the 30. And he's hit and dropped down to the 35-yard line. And we'll see who comes out at quarterback here. 
I will say those two receivers for Woodgrove, Lockhart and Castellano, both 6'4 and 6'5, Kevin. So they do have this size advantage. Yeah, on these. I mean, on we these saw Titan, that uh, even with yeah. perfect coverage, they're going to come down with some plays, just like you, we have with George Richardson. So we'll see who the quarterback is. We have confirmed with Miss Hines that it is a knee injury for Thomas. Looked like a left knee that they're stretching out. And it is up on the bench, and he's so down in pain. So it's going to be Trey Hayes at the cornerback position. They bunch it in tight. Hayes takes a snap, now runs immediately to the far side, and he's swallowed up five yards in the backfield. So Coach Buckwalter seemingly with no faith in Perello or any backup quarterback they might have. Just under 11 minutes to go here, 10.50 to go. And they're going to have to figure out a new method here, trying to run the football. 21 to 12, the score of the Woodgrove Wolverines lead. They go bunching tight again. A little bit of confusion, and Hayes still running that wildcat, Kevin. Hayes takes snap. They give up the middle to Darius Brown, who stopped right away. And I'll tell you what, that, that play hasn't worked much at all, if, if at all, as they just run it up the middle in the shotgun formation. And it gets stopped right at the line. It's going to be a third and, fifth, third and 13. And again, I think Campos is also still hurt. Him and Jarman, two key players. Gabe Garcia has now checked in at offensive line. And I, I do not know why they have not put in Perello. I mean, they have... And they're still going with Hayes no here. signs of putting him in. Third and 13. Big, big play for the Titans offense. And a flag down. False start. False start on the offensive line. and It seems like this Titan offense seems to be landsliding, if you will. Yeah, this game, Pretty is, fast. This game is looking to That's fall the out of their hands. I mean, with Jarman out, they just they haven't been able to move the ball at all, Kevin. 21 to 12 the score, but the position they're in is much different. Third and 18 at their own 27-yard line. Hayes has to make some magic here in bunched in tight formation. Wirtz goes and whispers something to Hayes as it returns to his receiver position. Takes a snap back to pass, looking, rolling. He throws deep down the field, and it is over the head of Trevor Carlin. A solid throw there from Hayes, but he cannot complete it. Right at the sticks, the ball was thrown. And it's going to bring up a fourth down. You know, you're going to have to wonder how much they've practiced this wildcat formation, Kevin, because they have clearly have a few plays designed, but just how much and how much are they going to be able to fool Woodgrove and catch him off guard for some What's possible big They're plays. not going with a backup quarterback who knows the playbook and just going based off of the few wildcat plays with Hayes. As Kavinsky punts it, a nice punt, fair catch, is called at the 35-yard line. So if you're Dominion here, you're just going to have to have to get another stop, Kevin. you got to get another stop, see if your offense can do anything, but it's an uphill battle here. But, again, I will trust the coaches and off the offensive coordinators here. If, if they're not going to put in Perello, they must see something. Yeah, you got to trust. trust them. Yeah. So a 39-yard punt there from Kavinsky, and the Wolverines are going to take over. At their own 35-yard line and just about the biggest defensive possession defensive possession here for the Titans all season. Boy, has this game taken a huge shift since these injuries, Kevin. Jarman still getting 
tended to on the bench with his left knee up. Now the Wolverines. Burton takes a snap. He gives up the middle to Johnson, who gets a second win, second burst after he was stopped at the line. He gets five yards there. Tackle made by Kyle Kavinsky. Get a second and five. So Burton has thrown for 174 yards while picking up three touchdowns. Huge game for him, Kevin, the freshman. And probably their biggest in game a, of the, In a the big season. spot. They go up the middle to Johnson again, who pushes the pile forward and gets right near the first down, and I believe he got it on the second and, second and five. 8.35 to go. It's interesting that they're still going with the hurry up as they should be milking the clock a little bit more with this two-possession game. 8.35 to go. Titans need to get the ball back quick. We'll correct myself. Burton has two touchdowns tonight uh, with Pylan running in the third. We just have confirmed now that Camp Joel Campos is also dealing with a knee injury, Kevin. Again, him and Jarman both sitting on the same bench. Does not look like they're going to return. They go Johnson in motion. They run up the middle. Lewis, though, who... Slices and dices his way down to the midfield at the 50-yard line. And he gets four there. Second and six it's going to bring up. So you gotta, you got to think about bringing in an actual quarterback. And, you know, they're still warming up. The, the, these quarterback, the those quarterbacks are still warming up on the sideline. And I think they are, yeah, they are still warming up on the sideline, Kevin. But Woodgrove has still just been able to get five yards on these runs and yeah. wind this clock down as 8.06 left in the game. So second and six here from the 50-yard line. They go with a man in motion. Titans come with the heat. And it's stopped right at the line of scrimmage. So they don't get anyone. And... It's going to be a big third down, Kevin, like third you said. Third and five. The biggest defensive possession so far in this game. At midfield, Titans trying to get some magic going and get their offense back onto the field. Josh Johnson with 29 ca 20 carries, I'm sorry, for 95 yards. A solid day for Johnson. Huge, also, huge also play Also with here. that huge 56-yard touchdown in the first Huge, half. huge play there for both teams. Here we go. Twins to the near side. One receiver to the far side, pistol formation. Titans come with the heat. They jump a little bit, and I don't know who jumped, but both, I believe the Wolverines did jump. Both teams are pointing at each other, Kevin, but it's going to be on the Wolverines. And a huge penalty there. Again, penalties looming large for both teams, Kevin. I mean, they've come at different situations, but nonetheless, they have been heartbreaking That's for some of these drives. Penalty. There, and I assume the Woodgrove Wolverines should run the ball here to keep the clock moving with just under six minutes to go now. Just under seven minutes to go now. Again, but with how efficient Burton has been playing, I mean, why not air it out? So, a man in motion now, and he comes back to his original position. And then he heads back into motion. Spread formation. Twins to either side. Big third and 11, and a flag down. And I believe it's on the Wolverines just as they got the snap off. I don't know about that call. I mean, we can't see uh, a play clock here, Kevin. Yeah. So. so here we go. 
after two penalties. The Titans in much better position, but still a tough one. Third and 15 for the Wolverines. 21 to 12 the score. Wolverines lead with 6.30 to go. The biggest play here for the Titans defense trying to get their offense back onto the field to make something happen. Here we go. Burton, a man in motion. They give to Johnson in the sweep play, and he gets nowhere. He's going to be stopped. It's going to bring up a fourth down, and the Titans are going to get the ball back. That's J.D. Pierre on the tackle. He gets three or four. It's going to bring up a fourth and 12. So now, Kevin, I have to ask, who are they going to go to now? Are they going to keep running this Wildcat offense? In my opinion, Hayes? my opinion, they should go to a quarterback who can throw the ball consistently. It's not as efficient as Jarman, but they got to go to a guy who knows the position. He knows. It is getting to that point, Kevin, where they have to. That's the ball. And it's nearly blocked. The kick is nearly blocked. It's a short one, and it gets a Wolverine bounce down to the 25-yard line, lands at the 37-yard line, and la and rolled all the way down to the 25. So a huge drive with 5.49 to go. 30-yard punt. Looks short off the foot, but it had a, a good Woodgrove bounce there, Kevin. Titans are going to take it from the 26-yard line. And, and they're still running. This trotting wild. onto the field is Ooh. Trey Hayes. But I do see Michael Prello in that huddle, Kevin. Oh, Michael Prello. So they're going with Prello at the quarterback position. Let's see if he can pull this off here. Pull off a essential magical comeback here. Titans down nine, two possession game with 5.49 to go with, and with the ball at the 26-yard line. Prello takes a snap. He's back to pass. He throws, and it's batted down. Immediately intended for Trey Hayes. Prello trying to throw that right away. Media pressure in the tall defensive end for Nick, Nick Lockhart, who's done that earlier this game. One of the few Woodgrove players that plays both ways. Made the play there. And the refs are gathering. Looks like there's going to be official timeout for some reason. 5.45 to go. Seems to be a whistle. A whistle in the crowd, Kevin. So they're stopping play until that. Ah, there's a... So whistle on the, I, you know what? I have a little hypothesis about this whistle situation. I think it was a kid just whistling, doing his whistle with Making his Making some noise. Yeah. Maybe not an actual whistle. Here we go. Second and 10. Spread formation. Prello takes a snap back to pass. He's got time. He throws over the middle to Pierre and it's over his head. You know, he had Pierre on the drag route, but he was hit as he threw too. Just airmailed it there. Can I bring up a third down and 10? The Titans have to do something here. Pearl's got the arm strength. It's just he's got to get a few completions at some point to settle in and get going as Jarman and Krampos are still injured on the bench. Third and 10. Here we go. Biggest play of the game for the Titans offense. And if they want to stay in this game, they got to do it right here. Trips to the far side, one receiver to the near side, and Trey Hayes. Prello looking around. Now takes a snap back to pass. He's got pressure from both sides. He's flushed out. Looking, looking. He throws, and it's incomplete. Nearly picked off intended for Trevor Carlin. 
Looks like the offense, nope. They're going to punt it. They're going to punt it here. And immediate pressure on that interior of that offensive line, Kevin. And they might be missing Campos in that aspect, too. Yeah. So, two huge, huge injuries so far. I mean, Prello was rushed or hit on, both, on all three of his pass attempts in that first. In his, in his first drive. So, Titans punting it away. A nice punt there with 5.25 to go. Fair catch called from Castiano. He drops the ball. And it's going to be Wolverines ball at the 35-yard line. With 5.21 to go, the Woodgrove Wolverines lead 21-12. to 40-yard punt by Kavinsky. Another great one. So, Titans need to stop right now, and they do have their I mean, if you're Woodgrove, two you're of their timeouts. If you're Woodgrove, you've got to be thinking just run, run, run here. Well, I'm, I'll be surprised if they go to the hurry-up, as they have been doing. Because this Titans defense is showing some, showing some signs here. They go with Johnson in motion, but they give to K.J. Lewis, who breaks it for a big one, and he gets the first down. There's a flag down. And this may be coming back. We'll see what it's on. 5.14 to go. And it might be another face mask. So 5.14 to go. Titans need to stop now. They need one quick. And we're in three drives so far this so it's quarter. Gonna, it's going to be on Dominion, and I believe it's a... Or this half and three mask. punts. And yeah, it is another face mask, Kevin. Penalties. Penalties on top of penalties, Kevin. So Woodgrove moves into Titan territory at the 40-yard line. 5.07 to go. In the pistol formation, Titans coming with the heat, and Alex Wirtz blows it up, but he breaks the tackle. There he goes, K.J. Lewis breaks it loose, and Isaiah Webster chasing him down at the five-yard line, and he slams him down at the one, but a nice run there from K.J. Lewis, who breaks it loose after the immediate hit from Alex Wirtz in the backfield, breaks that tackle, and heads all the way down to the one-yard line, and a big-time run for the Wolverines. A really, really tough play for the Titans as they look to punch it in here. Saving touchdown saving tackle by Webster. Yeah. There. Great hustle shown by the senior. So here we go. They go to the spread from the one. They come with the heat right away, and Burton dives forward. He's in. Touchdown, Woodgrove Wolverines. And that might have put a nail in the coffin there. As the Wolverines take a 27 to 12 lead here with 4:24 to go in this game, Kevin, I think just with these injuries, Woodgrove was too much. That scoring drive was three plays, 65 yards. That again, with these injuries, just too much, Kevin. Too much for the Titans. They really took advantage of them, and now this game is going to be. Pretty much put away. The defense is 
gassed. I mean, their offense has just punted, been punting away. I mean, they've had no rest at all. And uh, some more extracurriculars after that field goal, Kevin, and some frustration showing from, and now their own. So 4.24 to go. Kick is good, 28 to 12. The Wolverines lead. And an obvious sad situation here for the Titans as they were very much in this game and had a lot of opportunities uh, to take the lead. And these injuries you know, these teams were just killed them. Are really evenly matched, Kevin. I mean, this game, who knows how, how the rest of this game would have gone. I mean, they were just locked at 12-14 for a while. And then these injuries came in. So Titans are going to need some serious magic here if they want to come back and try to win this game. Back to receive is Trey Hayes, Steve Zegbay. And in the deep center position is Isaiah Webster. Aiden Larson on to boot it away again here. Both teams with two timeouts. Larson boots it deep. Looks like it's Webster is going to make the catch, but there's a flag back near the kickoff spot. Looks like it's going to be offside against the Woodgo Wolverine kicking team. They're going to move back to the 35, and I wouldn't mind Webster taking that one and playing that one through. He is dangerous back there as a return man. Yeah, Kevin, I mean, they need a spark here. Down 16 with four minutes left. Going to need two touchdowns and two two-point two conversions with the backup quarterback. You're going to need some, someone else to step up and make a big play for him. One second did come off the clock there. 4.23 now. Larson stands back and is ready to boot it away to the three Titan return men. This, one, this time it's shorter, and it'll roll out of bounds. So the flag will be thrown, and the ball will be placed at the 40-yard line. I didn't know your rules, Kevin. I did not know that. It get automatically gets placed at I'll the 40-yard line. I'll tell you where I learned that is, is Madden. <laughs> I learned that in Madden whenever I kicked it out of bounds. <laughs> it moved, I'd be, I would always kick the kickoff out to the, <laughs> to the two-yard line out of bounds, and, and they'd move it up to the 40. Nonetheless, some good field position here for Michael Prello and the Titans' offense. So the ball's going to be at the 35-yard line. This is not Madden. <laughs> okay. So Michael Prello will trot back onto the field for his second drive, and they're going to need to do something quick and right now. Same thing. They're going to do something. They're going to have to do something right now. Steve Zegby. The running back, two receivers to the near side, one to the left, one to the far side. Richardson not in at wide receiver. Brillo takes a snap. He's got pressure. Pump fakes, now throws. Complete to Jaden Pierre, who runs down, down to the 44-yard line. He's hit out of bounds. 4.15, the clock is stopped. Second and six, it'll bring up. Let's see if Pro can get in the groove here with his first completion now, but still immediate pressure, Kevin. He's, been, he's had to face. We would like to give you an update. 
Clemson is now tied in the third quarter with Syracuse 17-17. Syracuse needs to hang in that one. Just Big implications on the college football playoff. Get to the fourth quarter, it sure is. They go to the spread again, two receivers to the far side, one to the near side, and Trevor Carlin. Prello takes a snap, looking, he's got pressure, he throws to Carlin, pass is tipped, and it's dropped. The pass was tipped at the line of scrimmage, and Carlin caught it in an awkward way, and he couldn't come down with it. It's going to bring up a third and seven. Yeah, it wasn't a tight spiral because of that tip deflection by the defense line there, so Carlin had trouble bringing that in. Richardson's still not on the field. He was on the field for defense. And you know, something they, they can do now, something they can do now with Perello in the game is just bring pressure, and we've seen that, Kevin, because... Yeah. So they go to the spread again. Two receivers to each side. Big, big play here for the Titans. This is the game. Jarman, or Perello back to pass, throws over the middle, and it's just over the hands of Jaden Pierre, again, and Pirelli, it's going to bring up a fourth down. Perillo was hit, but airmailed another throw to Pierre. So they're going to have to go for it here with 4.03 to go. Down 16, 20 to 12 are the Titans, and out comes the punt team. I think they're going to bring the punt team on. I don't know why, Kevin. I mean, there's four minutes left, and you're down 16. So on fourth and seven, at the 43-yard line, Kyle Kavinsky is out to punt it away. He's had some great punts today, and he gets another one with no one back. It's a solid punt that gets a Dominion roll down to the 11 and pause down to the 11-yard line, and a great punt there from Kevin. Another great night. All the games we have done have been some great. We've had some great weather. It's a 62 degrees here in Percival, Virginia. You can feel the October weather coming in here, and you can feel that playoffs is just right around the corner. Just a few more games here for the Titans and the Wolverines, and these teams could possibly meet in the playoffs again. Titans still have a lot, long lot of season left. Burton gives up the middle. It's Johnson who gets about three yards, but last year, the Wolverines beat the Titans in the regular season, and they met again in the playoffs. And the Titans were able to defeat them in the conference or in the state semi state quarterfinals, and advance the furthest they've ever gone in program history. Again, I mean the quarterback's always going to be a valuable player for your team, but I think this shows that Jarman is the most valuable player for this Titans team with how poorly they played without him on the field, and how important it is to have him back next year. Titans come with the heat. And Woodgrove handles it pretty well. They give it to K.J. Lewis, I believe, up the middle. And he gets a couple yards. Going to bring up a third and five with just over three minutes to go, 3-0-1. And counting the lead, 16-28-12. Woodgrove leads. So they still go in, a, in the hurry up, but they're just not huddling, I think. They're still taking a good amount of time off the clock. 2.45 now. Line up in the pistol formation. Two receivers to the near side. And a stoppage in play. Woodgrove takes their second timeout. Probably just want to go through strategy maybe for the rest of the game, Kevin. But this game is seemingly over with Titans 
just have shown no ability to move the ball without Jarman. A Seemingly lost hope. A disappointing, a disappointing game as these guys had so much confidence and so much hope coming into this one. And and I mean, they were still. They didn't. I want to say they looked like the better team, but these teams were. It, it was anyone's game at the point oh, when Jarman got hurt. Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm sure after this game, they're going to definitely want to uh, get a, get another shot at Woodgrove maybe later in the season. That indeed. Third and five. All the backups for these injured guys have stepped up and, and did what they can do here for the Titans. Titans come with the heat again and flag down. Looks like the Wolverines jumped and a false start against Woodgrove. Again, Dominion next week are playing at County. We will not have a broadcast for that game. Kevin DiDomenico, my partner, is going on a little vacation to, to Italy. Heading to Italy, heading to Europe. Going abroad. So You excited? I'll tell you what, I'd rather be at the broadcast. That's the truth. Um, but uh, yeah, it should be fun. Uh, visiting my sister who's studying abroad at Virginia Tech. Third Great and stuff. ten. Great stuff. A man in motion in Johnson. They give up the middle to Lewis, who gets three. And that's going to bring up a fourth down and seven. They're going to punt it away with two and a half minutes to go here in this game to the Titans. So we will be back, however, the week after that. Big week. As the Titans is do the play Loudon Valley. And there is conversations of a pregame show a pregame show live from tight from titan stadium again we will probably update you on the details of that week for uh on dhspress.com again go to dhspress.com for all your titan news but again we have a lot of big things in the in the, in the of, workshop a lot of very exciting things going on as the wolverines punt it and it gets a Wolverine bounce, and it bounces all the way down to the 44-yard line with 1.43 to go. And we'll see what they can do here. It's 28-12. to 12. Wolverines lead as Pirello and company now are going to take over. So at the 45-yard line, we'll see what they do here. And you're going to have to score quick and then get an onside kick here. I assume they're looking long right away for Pirello uh, up, over the, up over the top. Interesting to see. We have not seen Richardson the past few series. I don't know what's wrong with him. Who would Kevin. be a key factor here. Who would, yeah. Pirello takes a snap looking. He's got pressure right away. He's hit Jeez. from the blind side. A huge hit coming from his blind side, and he had no idea he was coming. At the 35-yard line, he's sacked. Loss of 10, that's Nick Lockhart who came in with a huge hit from behind. 1.26 to go now. I mean, again, we've, we've talked about this. The Wolverines are able to just rely on their defensive backs because it is a backup quarterback in now, and they are able to send a full house blitzes seemingly towards Perel every play, and they're getting to him. Second and 17 here, spread formation. 103 to go. Prello takes a snap back to pass. He's got pressure. And he's sacked. He looks like he just fell down. And he, had, he had pressure coming from 
from both sides. Looks like he might have ran into an offensive lineman, and he goes down again. Again, I mean, this whole offensive line has, shift, has shifted with Joel Campos leaving, and then that just expresses how much how crucial that injury is too, Kevin. Yeah. Third and 21, 30 seconds to go. Looks like this will be the last play for the Titans in a disappointing second half. The word is disappointing for the second half of this game for the Titans. They go to the spread here. 15 seconds to go. This is going to be the last play. Two receivers to each side. Frello takes a snap, fumbles with it, now regains possession, steps up, and it looks like he's going to take off, and he's hit right away, and there's a face mask. He's pulled down by his face mask, but it's not going to matter. Time looks like it's going to be stopped, actually, at four seconds because of the penalty. Castiano a little slow to get up after the, the face mask penalty. Going to need a few more of those to get back into this game, Kevin. So the game cannot end on a defensive yeah. penalty. So they're going to be able to run one more play and bring it up to midfield at the 50-yard line. So Titans lining up now. Titan, Titans and clock Wolverines just ran out. out, and the clock runs out, and that'll do it. They will not run that last play, and the Woodgrove Wolverines seemingly upset the Titans of Dominion. 28-12, the final score. And the Woodgrove Wolverines improve to 5-2, and two, and the Titans drop to 4-3. and three. A much better season they're having so far. That doesn't show on the record, but they played some tough teams, and this is definitely a, team, a game they could have won. You know, Kevin, I mean... This game will be looked back on with the injuries to Jarman and Campos, and especially Jarman, because they just had no offensive rhythm. And then, in course, corresponding to that, the defense just was wasn't able to stay off the field for long enough time, and they were just gassed. Prello stepped up and did a did a decent job, held his own at the quarterback position. So we'll try to give an update on these injuries later next week in on DHSPress.com, but. And the DHS There will Press be updates on Twitter, Twitter, Twitter account. account, too. So but a lot of things to look at if you're the Titans. I mean, you're, we're still looking at a good football team, Kevin. I don't want that to get... We're looking at a great football great team. Great football just, team. They didn't put it all together tonight, and I think in the second half, it was just the injuries that hurt. I think it was the main injury to Jarman that really hurt them. So we will not be back next week, but we will be back the week after against Loudoun Valley. The big homecoming game and the possible, most likely, pregame show will be coming there. This is Kevin DiDomenico and Y Krieger with DHS Press Network signing off. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Titan Football on the DHS Press Network. DHSPress.com. All the news Titans need to know. That's DHSPress.com.